You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! Uh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Chris Stanley dancing around today. Oh, hell yeah. To his dandies. The Dandy Warhols. If you haven't seen Dig, you're an idiot. 
Dig is out is a rockumentary about the Danny Warhol. It's been out for a decade. It's almost like saying, have you seen Woodstock the movie or The Last Waltz? <laughs> I believe there is no portion of the planet yet who hasn't seen Dig. There are Ethiopians clicking to the fact that they like Brian Jonestown massacre better for not selling out. Hell yeah. Or, well, you know, they never, they never really uh, had a chance to sell out because it was just blow up on the stage before but, anyone got interested. But isn't there a purity it. to that, Chris? I love it. To blowing yourself up before you screw it up? Hell yeah. Anton Newcomb, you're the man. Or you're just totally insane. I actually think he's been booked on this show a couple times. Uh, it was about three or four years ago. And we booked him enough to... Where even when he was booked, we just laughed and said, he's not coming. Yeah, Liam's um, attempted to bring him up a number of times. Well, remember there was... Oh, and I used to work with a sales guy back when we were in 57th Street. We all forget his name, but... I know you're talking about. He was uh, obsessed with Brian's Jonestown Massacre and would always say to me, Would you be interested... Because O and A aren't interested, but if you would, and I said I've told you now four times, yes. If you get him in here, I'll drop whatever I'm doing to allow the weirdness to go down. Now, Courtney Taylor Taylor from the Danny Warhols, he's always available. <laughs> he'll, he'll swing by. We've never had him on either, though. Your problem with him is he's too pretty. Pretty much. Um, and there was a weird relationship between Courtney and Anton before that. You know, the beef happened. I'm guessing... Romance. Guess, yeah, maybe farther than that. Why do you have to guess that? It's, I'm going to say definitely that. What, ma what does it matter, though, Chris, in this politically correct world that we're living in? Why can't adults do whatever they do? They can. I'm just saying these guys are like magic gay elves. Okay. Gotcha. Well, since you're such a straighty and we haven't had the fucking snack on in a while, there is a dancing snack up. Oh. That I honestly think that we should broadcast to the Muslim world to show them the good things that we do here in the West. Now, this is a young Latin girl, and of course, this is off of world star hip hop, y'all. But it's not a world star where they're hitting each other in the head with axes or running over each other in their cars. Those getting robbed in this? Or gadding each other. This is just a very talented Latin girl dancing in a very tiny bit. I wouldn't call it a bathing suit because you couldn't wear it in the water. All right. That's not, that's not underwear. No, it's, it's outer wear. It's, she'd rather be naked, but this is what she has to do. It's less than a thong. Now, this is great about the Latins. This girl has beautiful breasts, but really doesn't care because she has so much else to... Pr oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. This may be the most fascinating dance I've seen in quite some time. And why isn't this a TV show? <laughs> why are we watching these idiots on, I don't know, Dancing with the Stars? Rather than just booking a night... Of girls like this, where is Spike TV on this? Because this isn't nudity, you know? This is, this is legal. All right, she's popping it out, if you know what it is. I can't say it. All right, I am going to go on record here. I am going to doubt that most men could last more than 
because I'm not even going to take it down to time because you could rest and think of awful things. So I say in a matter of strokes, Chris Stanley, how many strokes could you last? Half. I mean, the way she's moving herself. Half a stroke. I mean, what? All right, I'm going to go over to Pips now. Pips. And by the way, you grew up in Red Hook. So ghetto booty is something that he was raised around. I'm going to try to be a winner and do a full six strokes. Now, they're not going to be in a row, though. You're going to do one, hold on for dear life. You know what I mean? Just kind of brace yourself. Give yourself a couple breaths. End for the secondary stroke. And then quickly say, hold it. Hold it. I'm about to lose it. I'm in Chris Stanley territory here. She's like a robot. Maybe that should be the iBank contest that will give away one of the Pepper Keats shirts, which are now being bootlegged. Unbelievable. And quite frankly, I'm not sure, I think the bootleg looked better. I got to get bootleg guy's name down. But I, I kind of think his shirt was pretty damn good looking. Number of strokes and why on the iBank today. Dancing snack. This Latina can move. I believe that was the world star um, headline. Ours probably should have been how many strokes. <laughs> it's like the old how many licks. One, two, three. She seems some kind of like Latin sex bot terminator. I think that even if you gritted your teeth and tried to change, your tear ducts would start to have jizz running down each cheek because the buildup would be amazing. Unbelievable. This is the most talented young lady in America today. I just noticed something. She does have two eyes and a nose. Look at this move, Chris. Uh, it does. It's, it's almost inhuman. You know what her job could be? She goes to a sperm bank, and when the guys are in there, they're just watching her. And then she could put it on her resume, sperm bank dancer. Let's put her in a booth. Now, if you notice, most gentlemen's clubs do not have someone this good. You get the normal heroin chic girl who's just going back and forth. Very lethargic. Yeah, she's pretty lethargic and she's also worried that she can't pay her rent and the guy from Blue Velvet has taken her kid away. She's burnt out is what the problem is. Yeah, she's burnt out at a very young age. This girl is happy. Like, look at the smile on her face. She wants to be doing this for World Star. It's nice to see World Star throwing up something more pleasant. It's uh, you know what this I consider a World Star of peace. All right, S Spider Pork said uh, said something interesting. Now make me some guacamole. If this girl could make guacamole, we probably wouldn't have any more wars. I'm gonna guess she can fry up an empanada pretty well. I don't think so. I think she's got dudes making her food. <laughs> She's got it all, this broad. This this could also 
they could rent her out to fathers who are concerned that their son is gay. Because I believe gays would go for that. If you don't turn on this little man. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the whole point of gay, isn't it that you like the ass? Yeah, you like the, the hole. Well, you're not going to do better than this. Maybe it's not muscular enough for a gay man. I don't know, Chris. Neither do I. I'm just throwing out theories. I see. You're just dealing with... Uh... And now I do like the crazy. There's somebody cheering her on in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, things at her. I think I think <laughs> they yelled out, "You just filled you just filled up six jizz buckets." Now, by the way, if she wasn't incredibly attractive, we'd probably say she wasn't a good dancer. Because I just started to realize what a bad acid trip the actual dancing is. Now, just for a sec, here's here's how to prove it. Just for a second, try to picture a man doing that. Oh, it's almost Kramer. Up, there it is. She's good. She's good dancer. Yeah, she's good. Right here, when she starts pop popping it. All right, Ali in Chicago said this solidifies my opinion. Latin women are the most gorgeous women on the planet. Um, this isn't a competition. Why can't we just look at this? If you find a flower, if you find a beautiful orchid, do you take it over to a daisy and taunt it? Or do you just enjoy the fact that there is an orchid? Not screaming at a fucking blue-eyed Susan? Why don't you look like this? I'm sorry, black-eyed Susan. There's no such thing as a blue-eyed, but I'm working on it. Wow, I didn't know you were doing that. Hydroponics, my friend. Burning it down. Kentucky Musket said I may have to abandon my atheism. Good point. Um, Seabiscuit says I bet the voice and accent would be like nails on a chalkboard, like Charo. No. Um, that Seabiscuit may be gay. By the way, if you remember the day that Charo was in here and we had Sam and we all did the dancing, oh, yeah, yeah. one of the funnest times I've ever had in radio. I forgot. Yeah, if you're all her crazy new single. It's all I wanted as a child was to somehow be in the middle of a weird charo bit. <laughs> We've got to find that sometime for a best of. Was that on our show or Sam's? Ours. Why was Sam in here? He might have just been around. He might have just been around. Like maybe he was in the booth or something, or he was just he was just still here. I was glad to see him appreciate. Oh yeah. Um. Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie D. Uh, I'd last three strokes, and while I'd be saying, thank you, Lord. For it's one, two, three strokes, you're out in the old. God bless this girl. She's something else. And her name isn't on there, right? No. Well, let's just go by her nickname as she's known in the neighborhood. Mommy! Hey, this is a mystery woman. Someone has to find her after seeing this video. I mean, Christ. She, uh, she is in no way, in no way, not a superhero. <laughs> She's Latin Wonder Woman. I'm going to give out a video Christmas card this year. Oh. And it's going to be her. 
Uh, Brockstock just said something racist. Oh, come on. We're above that. And Deathproof believes that he can tame the beast. No. You could not tame that. By the way, uh, I want to send this over. Anyone who uses any kind of turd cutter thing should be banned from the site. I want a piece of that poop shoot. Dallas admit that he'd have the stroke. <laughs> and then Sauce Boss approves. Good name, Sauce Boss. <laughs> There's really a great picture, though, of the Sauce Boss. All right, you got to look at Sauce Boss for worst Photoshop ever. Okay. In the history of Photoshops. Oh, come on, Sauce Boss. This is awful. <laughs> and of course, he uses the picture of me when I went through that weird phase where I grew a beard out for eight months. <laughs> a weird phase isn't eight months. Liz hits fire says, ay, ay, ay. All right, uh, the Colombian believes he knows her name, oh. and that she's a Venezuelan model and actress. If she is, I want to see every one of her movies. She kind of has the... And uh, I, I, wanna, I only want to see it in a drive-in. <laughs> she kind of has like a Sofia Vergara look. They all do, though, right? Like down at there, she, her, she's just like Sally. She's just like a local regular girl. Crazy. Crazy continent. There's a lot to be said for the Latin beauties. And you know what? Quite frankly, every nationality and every country in the world has so much to offer to beautiful women. I can't say the same for men. It's pretty much all cavemen. Women have evolved in a way they've just shot past us. Now they say, in terms of like Darwinism, it's to attract men. But you certainly don't need to go this far. Overkill. You're going to be fucking bringing in aliens. Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah, as we say down here, uh, she done flung that thing out of gear. So that's what you guys say, huh? Help you pick up women saying shit like that? She done slung that thing out of gear. Hey, sweetheart, you gonna sling it out. Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I was gonna ask you a separate, because I know Fez doesn't. You ever watch any of those Spanish channels on DirecTV, the soap operas, how nice the tits and ass are on those chicks? Well, first of all, what's really funny is the newscasters look like this, as well as the children's game show hosts. Oh, it's everywhere. They are unbelievable. And when I would broadcast out of Miami, they would send their staff over to come on the show. <laughs> Never had any idea what anyone was doing, what they were saying. They were always very happy. But the women were beautiful. And the men were as hideous as any men you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, there's a show called Salvador Gigante. It's Salvador Dali. No, 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 not, that's the artist. This is a TV mm. show that's on for like six hours a day on on uh, Saturday, and they just it's just hot women, just women in bikinis dancing. It's it, it, with this old dude hosting it. It's, it's this is why they're beating NBC now. <laughs> they should be. 
I'm going to get off on the, what are they, the 23rd floor or whatever, and go in there and pitch some of my ideas. Just show them this World Star video. Yeah, I'm going to tell them I'm going to do World Star TV. I'll just fucking, I'll just press play. Brilliant. And then push, and then I will take my laptop and push it up to the camera as close as I can get it. <laughs> Not even stream it, just... And I'm going to try, probably try to get tequila deals. Speaking of deals, someone wrote to me yesterday and said, uh, heard Z-Man on the famous cigar ads that you run on your station. Now, I haven't told you guys this, but Z-Man told me a couple months ago, he texted me, he was going to jump from the cigar company that he worked at for eight years and go to Famous Cigars. Whoa. And, uh, and Fez used to do the Famous, I think it was FamousCigars.com live read was their thing. It's a great way to get cigars mailed to you. But I haven't really talked to him too much since then. And I said, yeah, go. If you get the chance to go with them, they're a great company. We've done stuff with them. But I did not know that he would be doing the live reads because he was going to be... <laughs> He's the guy. Yeah. He was going to be in in uh, in charge of social media. All right. And like their spokes... I was going to say model, but that wouldn't be correct. Spokesperson. He's creative. If you'd be like the Don Draper of this place. Promotions. Cletus says, looks like Pepper Flunk Spanish in Brooklyn Tech. You I did. didn't know any of the words that they were saying, though? Uh, no, I, I, I couldn't make it out. And I did Flunk Spanish in Brooklyn Tech. It's actually a good call. Uh, and Rutgers says, Gigante. Gigante? Gigante? I don't know. What did you call it? Gigante? Right, maybe the G, it's a soft G. Uh, Jeff, you're on the Manifest Show. Yeah, Ron. Uh, it's Gigante. Anyway, um, right. thank you. Two, two ways to increase hang time, Ronnie. You envision changing diapers or you envision her ragging on you while you're ramming. I think that's that'll do it. Mm. Okay, interesting. I'd have to envision her changing adult diapers to fucking ruin it. <laughs> Tody Fields, adult diapers. Oh man, I forgot my um, necklace today. That what's your name? That uh, Kathleen from the Bronx made me. Oh no, that's like a uh, good luck charm for me. Pips found her Twitter. What is her Twitter? Uh, this is a uh, Diosa Canales. It's at Cana at Canales Diosa from Venezuela. And there's a phone number. Oh, for a manager. I hope it's just a batch line. Simply a batch line. This is this is what the fuck. This is on her Twitter picture feed. It's barely even a pasty. No, but she is wearing really uh, great Prince purple boots. There she is. Oh, well, fantastic. Shrekalove writes, "I never liked world star hip hop more than right now." Well, God bless your little heart. You see how accepting I am, Chris? Yeah. 
see how socially liberal I am. What, she didn't like uh, Sombrero Man? <laughs> Getting beat up by some trannies? <laughs> That's almost as good as this. Actually, there are times where you'd rather just watch some bro man get beat up. <laughs> like right after you're done with this. <laughs> like, oh, what the hell was I doing? Oh, some man's back. <laughs> God, I hate this guy. During the after, oh yeah, and then what did your sister say? Conversation. Really? Well, you know, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I have. Let no me think about it for a while. No opinion on what anything you're saying. I heard a couple of the things that you said, and then I was thinking about the 1980 films, and then my heartbreak in '93. Uh, Marshall, you're on the Manifest Show. Hey, buddy. First of all, I just want to say I'm, I'm socially liberal when uh, chicks are licking each other's slits. You know what I mean? Oh, geez, I'm fucking hanging up on you for being... <laughs> no, 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 seriously, you are fucking Z-Man right now. That was, was the kidding. stupidest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. No! I and, have a good story. And Marshall, you're not, your full name should be the Marshall of Cox. <laughs> As the stoop... Seriously. This is what keeps me from having male friends. He's a sea wrangler. You know what I'm saying, fellas? Am I right? Check out their bazungas, huh? When they, they yeah. Oh God. So we're looking to see if we can find a uh, a Z-Man um, thing. Yeah, it's it, it's somewhere in the profit. The next Unmasked is coming up. That's been announced. It is for a week from tomorrow. That is special guest, the delightful Jeffrey Tambor from Arrested Development, happening next Friday in the Fishbowl here at the SiriusXM Studios. Go to the Interrobang to find out how you can be part of the studio audience next Friday morning, May 24th, and the new season of Arrested Development, the complete season, out on Netflix, May 26th. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Now, the one that we're doing with Zach Braff seems to be controversial because of him doing that um, Kickstarter and it being so successful that even today, Kevin Smith said, I would never use Kickstarter. It should be for the people who don't have access to money. Yeah, it's, it should only be for totally independent filmmakers. That's Kevin Smith bringing it. Mr. Independence. Mm-hmm. All he had was a couple of credit cards in his comic book collection. That's how Clerks got made, baby. Yeah, we're all familiar with the story, Chris. We don't need the... It's made in Jersey. It was, you know what? It was, all, it was his, his friends. He was his friends in the film. And as, you know, producers. Just, you know, regular guys. Uh, Todd, you're on the Manifest Show. Ronnie B, they left you hanging on the Tony Fields line, dude. You got me. Oh, that was the best. But who was hotter? Who were, her or Kay Ballard? That's what I want to know. I'd rather be with her fucking already gone leg than either one of them. I don't need these guys to sell jokes for me. I'm glad to let it lay there. It's perfect. We work without the uh, laugh tracks. I don't need to laugh. Chris didn't get the reference, and Fez is afraid the building is going to fall over. That's <laughs> fine with me. No problem at all. He's holding on right now. Like the whole thing's starting to tumble. 
It's not going to tumble. And even if it did, we'd be dead so quickly, it doesn't even matter. Now, I need to ask this question, Chris. Yeah. You are a man who, and I hope I'm not outing you here, Yeah. likes your weed. Yeah. That's your anatomy. That's, that's, that's known. Well, we're putting something up on the iBang right now that I want to ask you about. Okay. And uh, it's about dabs. Now, as you know, I'm away from the drug culture completely. And things do come up that make me curious. Yeah. The molly has been an itch I won't allow myself to scratch. Don't. Yet, I would at least like the experience. I'm not going to lie. It's fun. I enjoy it. Now, with the marijuana getting much stronger since uh, I decided I was not going to partake in any drugs, I admit there are times I say to myself, wouldn't it be fun to have something? Wouldn't this be interesting? Now, according to this article, buds and smoking are a way of... In the past, it's all dabs. And it looks to be some kind of paste. And I don't know whether you smoke it. What? You ingest it. You're not familiar with this at all, then. I don't know what a dab is. I'm stunned. I just... I smoke buds. Maybe some keef every now and then. Uh, explain keef. Keef is... Uh, well, all right, now they make these things called keef boxes, which is just like a strainer. And then uh, you put some, like, just buds in it, and it'll just... It'll take... They'll take off the THC crystals. And so you just, at the end, you'll have like a little brown powder that's just straight THC crystal that you can maybe lace a joint or a blunt with or a bowl or whatever, however you smoke it. So it gets you even higher. It's just, it's basically harvesting just the straight THC crystals off the actual weed. Now, I was part of the hash oil generation. Never smoked hash oil. Is that right? No, never. And we would smoke that in a glass pipe or just, uh, Stuck on your papers and rolled up the the joint with it. Nice as uh, you know, a nice little extra. <laughs> yeah, come on, get a little higher. And once at the spectrum, we're putting some house show on the fucking papers before it rolls it up, and these fucking kids behind us are like, "What are you doing?" And I go, "It keeps the pot from falling out." And then we all looked at each other and felt very early hip, pre hip, if you will. So I need to understand. Uh, Dabs, if you can help out here. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, why doesn't it surprise me that the initial call comes to us from Philly? Um, Grant, in Philadelphia, what are we talking about? Uh, Lottie, what everyone here calls it is mustard. because it, uh, It's like a yellow tinge, and you can spread it. Uh, like mustard, they uh, they spread it on the blunt wraps and then put the actual bud on top of it. And uh, I don't smoke myself, uh, but I know plenty of people who do. I understand that it's kind of like a hash, and it's uh, like really, really high-content THC. And uh, what a lot of people do is they buy those e-cigarettes that use the vapors, yeah. and you plug it right in there. So most people I know walk around with those e-cigarettes. You can just smoke it right like that. No one has any idea. You can smoke it in bars, out in the street. Now, here's the problem. A guy smoking an e-cigarette is now going to get pulled over by a fucking cop once the word gets out about this. 
Yeah, uh, probably, but as of right now, I don't think many people know about it because everyone I know smokes it right out in the open. Yeah, well, it's already online, so these are the salad days, my friend. Um, Tony, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, out here in California, everybody smokes this shit. They have these little devices. It looks like a one of those e-cigarette things, and you just put it right in there, and it's like a uh, it's like vaping. I got news for you. I am sitting here next to somebody who seems to be dense. Our own Chris Stanley. No idea about mustard. No one has sent you mustard. No. And no one has taken upon themselves to say, Hey, Chris, you do a great job on the radio. Wouldn't you like some dabs? Wouldn't you like a little mustard? Nothing. I got zero. Zilch. Nada. No idea about You've mustard. fallen off. I feel In like so I many ways. I feel like I'm behind the times. I never want to be that. I just want to fucking sit here, dab, and watch this girl. Oh, that's 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 a that's a couple hours. That's a it's an afternoon. I'm just dabbing and and world starring. All right, uh, Liz, that's fire. Says Hicks doesn't know how to smoke Keef because he smokes that dirt Fresno. Uh, ain't dirt. You're very proud of your Fres. Oh, Fresno. It's a great city. It's a great town. It is. Love it. It's actually one of my favorite places. I, Whenever I hear about Fresno, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I like it because it's, you know, driving distance to Sacramento. Oh, yeah. And I can go see the Kings. Convenient. They're still there. No, they're not leaving, are they? I like that. I like it, too. I like when teams don't move. Um, Sean, California, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what's up, brother? Good talk to you. Yeah. Okay, so this stuff, we call it goo. Basically, uh, those uh, new e-cigarettes that you could smoke, you know, in, like, church or, like, yeah. on airplanes or whatever, you can literally take this stuff, put it in an e-cigarette, and walk around church and get high as a kite. Mm. Now, I I heard about the weed e-cigarettes, but I didn't know they had this mustard stuff. Man. I thought it was just no, no, no. The... It, it, it's called goo, and if you put it on top of a bud and then you light the bowl, it like you know melts and encompasses the entire bud. And it's just but... a huge fucking kick. Now, I mean, you, this is really powerful, right? Oh yeah, it's like ninety-eight percent pure THC. That's crazy. Uh, according to the it's article, ridiculous. you're actually getting ODs with this. <laughs> And and people going sideways on it, okay. particularly some young ladies who with a weak fucking you know cap. Yeah, tolerance. I mean, like I've seen people bug out, but <laughs> I just think it's cool that like I can sit in my college class, take out an e-cigarette, take a couple puffs, and then you know I'm lit. <laughs> and no one you knows know? around you. There's no smell. I mean, it smells, but you know you kind of look around. And you're like, did somebody just fart? Yes, yeah, you know? uh, good idea. Like All right, Sean yeah. and Kelly's got the whole fucking gimmick. He's got <laughs> every right. angle played. You know, <laughs> time to yeah, fart stick, and off he goes. All right, thanks. Peace. This is almost a little dangerous territory here if people are ODing because that's the one thing that, you know, normal or whatever, anyone who reads high time said, hey, what's wrong with pot? No, no one's ever OD'd off pot. You are 100% right about that. So this is kind of. This know, is dodgy. now. And, this, and the problem with this is, of course, it becomes about Colorado and California where the game now is being played at a higher level than ever before. Now, look, 
you can make really powerful alcohol, as the moonshiners have taught us, but that remains illegal. Mm-hmm. They are now asking the government to really come into the fucking weed business, which was going to be friendly and organic and sweet and painless to everybody. Well, now you can make a lot of money since it's legal on the state side, so might as well make it as powerful as humanly possible. I was never... I mean, I'd smoke uh, a lot of pot, but I never was ever marijuana first. (laughs) Ever. It's delicious. It annoys compared to real drugs and real alcohol and real problems. It's a base. Or it's like it's always there. I don't know. I love smoking weed. I know you do. I know you do, Chris. <laughs> and I, I, have to, I would like to try some mustard or some goo. As you don't know shit. You're the last fucking guy into this. I, have, I, really, I am. I feel flat-footed. I feel stupid. Uh, Death Proof is called a pot crack. It's the same idea. It's the same thing that they did with cocaine. Uh, taking it down to crack and making it an instant problem for people. Two for fives? What? What is that? <laughs> this stuff looks nuts, man. It looks like peanut butter. No, it's goo. Yeah, right. Jesus. Calm down, man. Uh, Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I sent a, a link to the iBang of a re- review we did on YouTube. I do a YouTube channel, a medical marijuana channel. No, did of, did you just send it now? Yeah, I sent it a couple minutes ago. Okay, so you put a review of this up, and do you show us how it's done in there? Yeah, I, I filmed it. I have a friend doing it, but the company sent me a pen and actually gave me the peanut butter stuff to put in there. The company was there for you? Yeah, they, they gave me the equipment because I have a YouTube channel. Oh, All right. As soon as it comes in, uh, we'll we'll put it up. But the pen's kind of the poor man's way to do it. What people do is they have a bong and they heat up like a skillet with a blowtorch. And then once that gets red hot, you take a, a stick and put that goo on it. You put it on the red hot the skillet, and then it just smokes up. Right. And then you hit it like a bong. So you're taking you know a gram at a time, half gram at a time, in one hit of this super seventy percent concentrated stuff. You can now, blast out your face high. Is, is this anywhere close, or uh, am I crazy when I bring up a hash oil high? Well, hash is probably 30%, and this stuff's around 60 to 70. I've had wow. friends pass out and throw up at the hash bar smoking this stuff, and they, they, they let you smoke this at the hash bar and just send you on your way. What state are you in? He's in L.A. Nice. Uh, we still haven't got to go back and make sure that you sent the link properly to the iBang, Okay. Yeah, it went through. It went through about 10 minutes ago, I saw it. But, uh, but yeah, I'll send it again when I get off. All right, thanks, buddy. It's right, uh, Adam in L.A. He's going to, as soon as we get the opportunity to see this. Now, I remember one time smoking a bunch of hash oil, and we would smoke it in a glass pipe. And I went into this coughing fit because it was really, you know, fucking harsh on your lungs. But I can remember being in this coughing fucking fit. Where I was like aggressively coughing, where your head is going back and forth. Oh, God. But in my head, I was just like swinging around <laughs> really nicely, and I felt like the cough and my physical body like way far away, like it was just a little echo. You just toasted. Yeah, and it was almost a thing of I have fallen into this really nice 
warm fucking hole. And I let go of that, and then suddenly I was back into it again. But it was close to being out of body. Because the coughing, for whatever reason, would actually kick it up a little bit. Yeah, because it opens up your lungs or whatever. And also something to do with your brain, I think. Like, there's something about... Like a brain overload was going down. Damn, man. I want to get some ash oil. I want to get some goo. Make a weekend out of it. You're too late, dude. You're <laughs> like the last kid without color TV. You don't have cable. I was the last kid without cable. I feel like I'm eight years old again. This is ridiculous. Everybody else is sitting around talking about John Biner, but you have no idea who he is. What? Showtime? What do you mean? Wait, you saw someone's tits? <laughs> I remember Beavis and Butthead was the big thing when I first got the cable. Oh, man, I can finally watch it. Now I know what people are talking about. When did you get it? 93? It was Yeah, it was the 90s before uh, my family had cable. Jesus. <laughs> Very exciting, though. Um, more calls from California. Here's Charlie the Drops Kid. Hey, boys. Yeah. Hey, so I, uh, I've been working at a dispensary the past couple of months, and what we call this stuff is uh, concentrate. Uh, there are certain stores that specialize in this stuff, and there's actually uh, the people who make it are called concentrate artists. What? Wow. Kind of like a coffee, uh, a coffee barista sort of thing. I don't know. But High Times even has competitions where these guys, uh, these guys will have a dab off. A dab off? So who can make the best dab? Yeah, exactly, man. They, they've got... They've got brand names with their goo and everything, and uh, go to specific stores, and that's all they sell. That's wild. And it's ridiculously strong. 70% is, is about the average for it? or are they? Oh, they... absolutely. I mean, two will do you, man. Uh, you'll be good for the night. Uh, but the last guy had a, had a dead on. You do it with a skillet or a nail. Uh, you hit a little glass piece, uh, go through a bubbler, and you're set. All right, Charlie, you work in a dispensary, right? Yeah. Is there a problem where suddenly now... It's going from marijuana to, it's going to be like next level shit, and it's going to Absolutely. bring the government down very quickly. Absolutely. We lost you. He's gone. Yeah, he gooed out. Because look, you can smoke a blunt or a joint or whatever, and, and then be fine and drive. I know plenty of people who drive high, and they drive fine high, and it's never been a problem, not like you know, being drunk. Sure, but, you're going to be very careful. But it sounds like this dab stuff is going to put you on your ass. Yeah, that's the point. Now it's going from weed, a plant, uh, a... It's natural. Yeah, it's natural. It's the to being this really fucking thing that people, that's going to get heavy very, very quickly. It's paste. You're not smoking paste. Um, let's go to Colorado and Chris. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, this doesn't sound anything more than a hash. It's a, you know, a type of hash. they got blonde hash. But this sounds like an earwax hash, and I was wondering if anyone else could call in and maybe uh, uh, tell us the difference between earwax hash and these dabs or mustard. All right, so you think the way that you that the way that you know it is earwax hash, right? And it's basically just like a hash high to you. Yeah, well, it's a, you know it depends on the, the grade of weed that you first start out with, uh, but it's not the hash like it was back in the seventies or early eighties. I mean, we're talking uh, some, you know. Pharmaceutical grade stuff, but yeah, it just sounds like ear earwax hash. All right, thanks. Because yep. I remember this from the hash oil that if you had tripped the night before, right, and then you got up and you smoked a little hash oil, 
the trip was back. You would be right there again. So it was pretty fucking intense. It wasn't for the fucking weeks. The Chris Stanleys. Oh, please. I can handle handle it all. You still got your little fucking fontanelle. I'm worried about your skull. (laughs) That's soft brain. No, this is a giant hard head. All right? Nothing to worry about here. Uh, John, you're on the Run of Fest show. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, to piggyback on what the last guy said, Pep, in New York, we actually call that stuff wax as well. Um, the only way I've smoked it is through the vaporizer. And let me tell you something. From what the guy in California says, the last thing they should call this shit is concentrate because that's not what you're fucking doing on it. I've been driving high for about 15 years. I smoked this shit before I got in the car, and I had to sit in it for about two and a half hours. Really? See? I haven't been that high since the first time I smoked when I was 15 years old. I'm 34 now. See, that's the fucking problem. And seriously, that's what's going to stop this thing and get it away from its original idea. Of just dudes in grow houses. All right, but what's always funny to me is to see uh, the on the iBank now where they have the posts that you may also like. Uh, for So with dabs, it's Taxman is coming for your weed. How much your bad habit's costing you. Twerking girl gets her head stuck. <laughs> Summer movies. And that weird viral celebrity kid who hit the guy in the head with the axe. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Did he say ka-chunk? I think he said ka-chunk. I thought he said bam, wham. I never knew that he yelled ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Look, it's, uh, was Kyle the homeless guy? Yeah, the, Kyle the homeless guy. <laughs> but it always cracks me up. That's really funny. You can always get great episodes of Unmasked, Ron Bennington Interviews, and the Rod Fez Show on demand on SiriusXM.com and the SiriusXM app. Go to the on-demand feature, search Ron Bennington. You can find all these fantastic episodes, lucky subscribers. Well, we should probably be pointing out which ones they're actually going to be getting. Um, I never go to the on-demand. Do you go to it, Chris? I don't have the, I don't have the serious uh, app. All right, as soon as uh, we oh, it's on the same post. All right, on the Dabs post is now the kid with the YouTube uh, explaining how it's done. Um, he's going a full seven minutes. I don't know whether you have that time, but uh, go ahead and give it a try, Chris. All right, here we go. What's up? No sound? Oh, he, I don't think he stopped. Now here he is. What's up, YouTube? Just got my tri stick vape pen in the mail. Look at uh, his hat and shades. Why is he? He's not completely charged, but. <laughs> I think he know, doesn't want to be recognized. It, so it's been charged for about 20 minutes. I'm sure it has some juice in it to take some fat hits right now. <laughs> Alright. It's really. Straightforward. You pull that out, plug it in, screw this in. Really easy. We have two atomizers, uh, one for oil and one for drive. And today we're going to be smoking hash, uh, wax, and some oil. So wax. we're going to test it all out. 
It's that tasty wax. I want to say a kick. It looks like he's pouring up the wax now to put in the atomizer, as they're called. On. I like his desk. <laughs> is it a laptop? A giant jar of weed? Another laptop. And his tri-stick. Crazy. I'm just putting this right on the coil in the middle like it says to in the instructions. Nice. Um, Following the instructions. Don't want to go off script. Get on there. He needs to bring a little show business into his life. <laughs> you know, like when you're watching a cooking show, they already have the prep Screws stuff on. done. The bees and plots. Uh, this little instructional video is up on the iBang, if you'd like to see it, even though his own parents couldn't recognize this kid. Lights up. Was this Lou? Was this the one, the caller I couldn't remember? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. He's taking a hit off of the atomizer. He's taking a long hit. Yeah. He's burning up that goo. Got a good amount of, I guess, vapor. Yeah, smoke. Hey, marble, man, that shit. That was very smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that shit tastes really good, too. Yeah, um, seemed like it. Just took a fat hit, first try. <laughs> and uh, all you had to do was press that button. When it starts turning blue, wait like a second. Started hitting it. And then, I don't know if you noticed when the light started uh, flashing. I did, I Adam. Stop holding the button, and uh, you're done taking your hit. And you saw I just got a pretty fat hit my first time trying that. <laughs> you did. So he's uh, saying there's no the harshness. There's very, very smooth. Wax. Very easy. Yeah. That, and that was the wax he took a hit off of. So looks pretty good. Looks. Just put it on. But here's the thing. Until you know what this is like, what is your hurry with the second hit? Wouldn't you want to wait? See how long it takes to creep? I think he just wants to try out the oil and the buds. He wants, you know, this is a destructional video. This is I understand him. that this is a pro. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying for the people at home, this is something I'd want to be pointed out. Again, that, hey, not everybody should be going in this deep. Find out if you can swim or not. wonder which one of his pothead buddies are shooting this thing. All right, let's give him a rest for a second. Right. I want to wait until he takes his next fat head off of it. Burn one down. Um, here's Sean in California. You're on the Run Fed Show. Oh, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Okay, so I got the hookup for you. It's called Pure Gold, and this is company in California, and it's like this lab coat weed company. And what they do is they extract pure THC from the plant, and they mix it with orange peel extract, which is called, like, lemonine or something. So you come up with this, uh, this stuff that looks like honey or it looks like vitamin E, and it what? smells like oranges. And so you can smoke. I, like, I got fucking stoned and went to my daughter's uh, dance recital yesterday, and nobody fucking knew. Fucking beautiful. And you go to tetralabs.com. It's T-E-T-E-T-R-A-Labs.com. It's amazing shit. But the thing that's really cool about it is you don't get cotton mouth. You don't get any dry mouth. And it, the, the high is a clear-headed high. 
so you can like do math and shit on this stuff. It's fucking amazing. You don't you don't feel stoned. You still you're high, but you're not you're not like a fuzzy headed high. It's a completely different thing. I can't even explain. It. And then and they sell it to you. You just, you just get these little 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 tubes, and uh, you just squeeze a drop into your uh, <coughs> vaporizer <coughs> or your e pin, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. And it doesn't smell like weed at all. It smells like uh, oranges or something. Now, fucking amazing. How many hits are you taking off of that? Uh, well, I'm a pro, so mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'll take like four four hits, and I'm I'm good for like three hours, four hours, something like that. And I'm talking, I mean, this shit lasts forever. It's just like a little drop. Well, well, you can get like three hits off of it. It's amazing stuff. And it's not, it's, and they even, they even sell this shit that you can spray on your tongue. Uh, and they sell, they sell little pills that look like vitamin E capsules. And you can take them on the plane. You can, you can fly, you can put them in a, in a, in a, you know, in like a, a vitamin E, bo- uh, um, you know, little jar bottle. And, and the people on the plane would have no idea that that was weed. And you could, t- you know, take them wherever you want. It's amazing. That's awesome. So you're saying that. <laughs> Now the high to you is more like a body high than a head high. Well, okay, when you when you ingest them in the pills, it yeah. is a body high, definitely. Um, but when you smoke this pure gold, um, you're stoned, but you're clear headed. I really don't know how to explain it. I've never had a high like it in my life. It's I've been sm- I'm forty forty three. I've been smoking weed since I was fifteen, um, and, and and when I started smoking this, I stopped smoking regular weed. I haven't smoked regular weed since I since I tried this. That's what a lot um, of these people are saying. Yeah. That in your lifetime, Chris, buds are a thing of the past. What the? I want a curse. They right are now. done. You are fucking looking at a typewriter. That's yeah, what true. that is. Is this analog drugs? Yes. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. You're on analog, <laughs> and this is fucking digital. Right, yeah, go to, go, to, go to Tetra Labs. That shit, if I could buy stock in this company, I would. It's the most amazing fucking substance. I mean, and you get it all professionally in these little vials, and it doesn't look like some, you know, you, you, it's not like some stoner making it in his basement. It's like some really, like... Yes, you're exactly right. That's that we've... Because of what's going on in California and Colorado, we are getting away from the kid in the tie-dye fucking shirt and dreadlocks who has some plants up in the woods that he's kind of paranoid someone's going to kill him over. Those days are done. This is going to be corporations with MBAs running it, marketing it, and putting together a research and development team to make this stuff better than their competitors' products over and over again. It's big weed, or it's going to become big weed. Big weed is now running California. <laughs> They're in the pockets of big weed, those, those fat cat senators. So, yeah, are we still in the point of this where... Mexicans might show up at your house and cut your head off with a chainsaw. Yeah, I think we still are in that place. I saw savages. But you can look ahead now and see where this is going. And you can see that the federal government is baffled. They don't know what to do. Especially when they're... like I'm at this, the lab he was just talking about, Tetra Labs. This looks like a supplement. There's these, they're just caps. This is, this is not weed. This is not marijuana. This is something totally different. And the weird thing is, no one is kind of saying, hey, is this happening faster 
than we can pull it off because the federal government is not involved right now. You know, this isn't FDA approved because the entire business doesn't have anything to do with the federal government. Wow. Strange. It's a brave new world. I don't know if it's that brave. Just weird. (laughs) Weird new world. How many different ways can you get high? And it's, it's, there's just the mist that you just spray and then you're stoned. Wild. Uh, John, Texas, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B, you sound like a million bucks. Hey, buddy. Hey, one of the biggest problems you have with this stuff is kids are using it, but now it's considered a manufactured product that has to be made from the marijuana and it's manufactured. They have to... Uh, freeze or get the trichomes off of the weed through an extractor the stuff comes out what's left is this goo now you're manufactured so kids are running around with a gram in their pocket and getting big huge time and problems right that's where the government's getting their hands in or the people come through is obviously it's all illegal in most places but when you get popped with it it seems like nothing because it comes from weed then everybody is getting you know, a, a big fine and a lot of problems with it from that for that reason. Wow, yeah. Because how say whatever, uh, you know, six ounces of weed makes one jar of this. So they'll say, "Yeah, right, you got yeah. caught with six ounces." Yeah, and all of a sudden you're carrying weight. Yeah. Uh, Sean and Cincy, you're on the run of Fed show. What's up, Ronnie? Yeah, hey, I just called the correct old dumb hicks there you're again. Dumb. You're dumb. It's not kerplunk, kerplunk. It's smash. Smash, smash. He's right, and, Hicks. And Queen Elizabeth rules. You suck, Hicks. Oh, That's true. Please, one of one of her acolytes calling in. But also right. Oh, uh, he was right about maybe he's right about the smash, smash, smash thing. Sure. He's also right about Queen Elizabeth. She's royalty. Is she part of the royal line in Britain or some other European country? And you better watch what you're doing because I saw Ezra out front yesterday, and he had a. Like some kind of a mask that he was wearing, like a luchador mask, and he had an aluminum baseball bat. Hey, Ezra, I ain't the beef ain't with you, man. Come on. You know what this whole thing reminds me is I watched Upstream Color again last night. Oh, you did? Have you seen it? I, wa- I watched it, yeah. Did you like or not like? I liked it. So bizarre. Totally insane. Um, Primer, the guy's, Shane Krug's first film, was a movie people didn't understand and were weirded out by this is it on a whole nother crazy place? Oh, yeah, this is a whole different place. Totally insane. Totally insane. But I liked it. I got it a lot better the second time. Like the second time, I was actually looking for clues instead of sitting there gap-jawed. I've only, yeah, I've only watched it once. So I, I've watched it a few more times because there's a lot there. There's a lot to take in. There's plenty like I'm going, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. That's still weird. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. Still weird. It's about the cycle of life, dude. I think. Um, but we should do another show on that now that everybody can get it. And probably replay that Shane thing because he's bizarre. Maybe we'll do like a movie club thing and then play the Shane interview Great uh, for the people that want to watch it because he's an amazingly strange guy. Now, what I found out is like I weirded him out. When Fez was walking him back, he was like, I wasn't ready for that. I felt like I was in one of my movies. Because <laughs> if it gets weird, I like to go weird. And he thought that I was going to be like, what are the pigs? What's it all mean? What are the pigs doing in there? Who's the guy with the 
recorder? What's his deal? Um, all right, here's Thomas in Colorado. By the way, we should only be talking to people from Colorado or California about these things. Thomas, how you doing, buddy? Hey, morning, boys. So I have my rights. I give them to my dispensary, and they give me $80 a month for the product. So I pay nothing for $1,000 of the product every year. Greatest thing in the world. And what's it like? So I'm getting, just like that guy was talking about, I can get buds, 50 different varieties, but I get the oils for my electronic pen because these pens, you can hit it in a movie theater. You can, it, you can be so belligerent with this stuff. It doesn't smell like weed. It tastes good. And it gets you baked. It's, it's a brand new world in Colorado. And the products, every week there's something new, a candy, a spray, an oil, ice cream. It's in everything. So the when you're smoking the vaporizer, it doesn't taste like you're smoking weed. It doesn't taste like the actual bud that this was extracted from. Yeah. So like I just had some pineapple Kush. It tastes sweet. Strawberry Indo, and you can get indica, sativa, hybrids. It means you can control. Do you want the head? Do you want the body? Do you want a combo? And it's uh, I, I can't even explain. Like I never thought I would experience this growing pot or smoking pot twenty years ago. It's a joke. Now, you're saying you can actually pick the type of high that you want. Yes, exactly. And that's their big push, that yeah. if you have a certain type of medical issue, you need a sativa. You need an endo. Uh, I found that I like hybrid indicas. Sativas are too heady, too much in my mind. Um, I like the body. Right. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh, Thomas, keep us updated since you run your own uh, dispensary there. Uh in Colorado, it's a very conservative mindset with a lot of people, though, right? I mean, you have a high church uh, ratio out there. How are those people feeling about this new industry? But Okay, but you got to remember, it's okay, so we got a lot of the Tea Party-type folks and libertarians that it's states' rights, right? It's right. freedoms. Um, I'm on the West Slope, and so we don't have the same religion, but we have rural... Uh, coal miners, ranching, and those are like, you know, independent type folks that support it if you leave them alone. Um, so that's kind of the weird mix in Colorado. And I understand that these places in Denver, it's a lot of real estate now is going out for this. You know, and I'm, so, I'm not in Denver a lot. Denver is borderline out of control, you know, more dispensaries than Starbucks or whatever it right. is. Uh, my the dispensary that I use here in Steamboat. Um, well, there I told you where I am. Is it's unbelievable? I don't know how much money these guys are making. Millions, and it's just I, I, this is a it's it's uh, what uh, Toys R Us. It's Buds R Us now for young adults and adults. If if it became legal in New York, why wouldn't uh, say if it came here legal states wise? Why wouldn't you want to open up a dispensary and just start just pumping weed or whatever? Well, but now the issue is is the recreational and the medical guys have a good racket going and they're being left alone and they're kind of worried about the recreational aspect right. of will the feds get involved now. Wow. Yeah, um, that's what that's the part of it I worry about too is that uh, everybody could get the fact that, you know, for medicinal purposes, but is some young kid 17 years old going to drop out before he even went in? You know what I mean? Like are, are you going to find somebody who goes, I really don't care about being a productive citizen 
because I like this other thing better. Yeah. All day long. And and that's when the government is going to start getting weird with it. All right, Thomas, keep us up to date, all right, buddy? I will, boys. You guys are great. All right, thanks, man. I find what's happening in Colorado to be fascinating. Now, as I said, I don't want to ever return to a life of drugs and alcohol. But again, when it comes to medicine, who knows? Who knows what you may have to do? I certainly would probably rather go in this direction than morphine or any kind of opiates. If I had ever, and I'm doing a hope it never happens, but life is life. This seems certainly less addictive to me, but then again, I'm not even sure. Well, this is something else now. Like we're in the direction it's going, where it sprays and I mean the food products that's been around for, you know forever. But when it's there's a factory turning it into a paste that you put into a, a goddamn atomizer, so you can just get high wherever you want to, on, on the down low. It's it's weird. strange. It's, it's very weird. strange, and the fact that you can go to something that. Uh, looks like a store and purchase this Colorado cutting edge I like the fact that they're out there and we can keep an eye on it and see how it's going I want them to push it as far as they possibly can so that the rest of us can see how it works and just dispensaries everywhere everyone figured hey let's go let's do it but you're acting like you're like, why wouldn't you do this? I'll tell you why I wouldn't want to jump into this business, because the business model isn't written yet. And it's almost like, remember when VCRs uh, first came out and there were all those mom and pop uh, video stores and they were all like, I've got a great little business and my friends know me and my customers come here. And then a blockbuster came in and crushed them all. You got to figure there's going to be some kind of blockbuster Dwayne Reed who is going to show show up and fucking body slam all these small business owners who are really more into it because they like weed. You know, like the old video guys, you would go into a, a video store because that guy liked movies and had his picks. And yeah, and he had his picks and he liked talking to you about movies and come back in here. You know, Thursday night is hard night. And then Blockbuster came in. He goes, look, I don't care. My people like... And they were gone. They were all at Blockbuster. Because they have 20 copies of the new, new movie. That it's came exactly out. right, man. Yeah, leave your video. Across the street from the Blockbuster. My name from Astoria. Went out of business immediately as soon as the Blockbuster moved in. They were, uh, they were cheaper. They were faster. They gave you more time. And then at the end of the day, you would have been better off with that other guy. Because now Blockbuster's gone. And we don't have the little mom and pop places. So now it's Netflix. Uh, Zach in Colorado, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, Ronnie. Sound like a million bucks, man. Thanks. I went to uh, Ryan Bingham's show last year, and I, I smoked a lot of weed at that point in time, but I tried that wax the first time that night. And halfway through South Side of Heaven, I face-planted and into this really good-looking chick's ass, and the whole show stopped. It was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and see, that wasn't the old, you know, <laughs> this is now a drug when you're doing shit like that. Yeah, it's not like smoking pot up. anymore. I know that. <laughs> he went 70% THC. 
That's pretty. That's that's high as hell. I mean, that's putting you on your ass. You're not gonna be able to function. That's not functioning. You can't function. You want to be able to use your phone. <laughs> I like uh, like the high end weed now has about twenty five percent THC. You smoke a blunt of that, you're gonna be pretty high. You'll probably be able to. You'll be fine. But when you triple that, no, you're not. People have been calling. I'm saying, look, I sat in my car for three hours because I was too high. And that means that they spent the next five hours being able to function, but being really high. <laughs> three hours, they couldn't do anything. And really, this is a whole different thing, because who wants to give up eight to 12 hours or something? That's when you're talking about doing a drug. Because like the, weed, the weed's been just like, you could smoke weed all day long, if, you, if you're familiar with smoking weed, and you like being just stoned all day long, whatever. Here's Steve in Colorado. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, uh, so... Uh, the dispensaries right now, if they want to con continue to sell weed, it's going to be a $50 uh, application. But if you want to open up your own dispensary, it's $50,000 for an application. Just for the application, then you might not get it. Exactly. So I don't know if these big, you know, big uh, blockbuster, as you put it, I don't know if there's going to be those kind of dispensaries because these small well, mom and pop. If like you're that. looking at millions and hundreds of millions, that $50,000 is nothing. They'll drop, they'll drop a hat. You know, somebody else is putting the $50,000 in as their life savings. These other guys are putting fifty in like it was a, uh, a, a less than a thought. Because I think it's like well over a million dollars to open up a Starbucks, you know? You get a and or whatever, yeah. they'll put them everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, say we was legal here in New York, in Williamsburg, down down the main avenue, there would be dispensaries all over the place. It would be overnight. At any any open storefront, there would be a weed dispensary there. On the Lower East Side, there would be weed dispensaries everywhere. I got news for you. On the Upper West Side, there would be weed dispensaries. On the Upper East Side, there would be weed dispensaries. Midtown, there would be weed dispensaries. Yeah. I mean, no one... Uh, uh, the same reason why we have drugstores all over town. People constantly want to take something to feel better. The weird thing is, you're thinking, oh, kids are going to love this. You have to remember, people that are 65, 70 years old, smoked pot growing up. They're not afraid of marijuana. You know, <laughs> Pop Pop smoked fucking pot and went to Woodstock. Is he going to want some goo, though? Yeah, because he was in Vietnam, and he fucking tried things that came out. And then when he came home, he tried things that came out. People that are older are not afraid of new drugs at all. At fucking all. Huge this is not just some something that you're aiming at college kids. You're looking at people out there in their 40s and 50s who have money and have no fucking fear about trying a new drug. None. It's not 1960 where there was some kind of line between the generations. It's, you know, um, I mean, Roger Daltrey w dropped by ONA yesterday. He's what, 65, 70 now? D that's the age. And I guarantee you, those type of guys have partied harder than you ever have. Yeah. Because the fact is, they're the survivors. You haven't started to weed out your fucking generation yet. Um, 
here's Scott in Florida. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, yeah. Fezzy. Um, it's come full circle now. I want to piggyback on the last caller. Um, a company out there in, in, uh, in California is called the SK3 Group, and it's called Medical Greens. They're working with the government over there for licensing management and uh, you know logistic services. They even have a 40-acre farm that they just got. They also have a banking system for the dispensaries. It's all it's all coming around now with this guy named uh, Kevin Allen, who was uh, the marketing genius uh, with King World Production over there in L.A. and uh, Jeff Benz, a high-power attorney over there. So they're getting they're getting uh, all the movie stars involved in this stuff, and uh, they have the blessing of uh, the governor of California now. The FK3 group does. Uh, really got to look into that because this is where it's going. They also have. Uh, a place in Delaware that also has its own banking system for dispensaries. So, yeah, the the big Walmarts are going to come around eventually. It's what it's going to look like. It, 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 believe me that these guys that are MBAs who look for opportunities have been looking at this a lot longer than the guy driving around his van thinking, hey, I can sell this shit to my buddies and yeah. nobody knows weed like me. That, that, yeah. it, they'll get crushed. Yeah, they even uh, they even acquired a lab with this godfather of uh, marijuana back in the '60s and '70s. Uh, um, he's the head of it now. But uh, this Kevin Allen, he don't play games, man. This dude is brilliant. I mean, you know, he's behind all the marketing from uh, you know uh, everybody loves Raymond and all them shows. Sure, like that. Yeah, looking at his so. thing right now. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, guy. Oprah, CSI, Inside Edition, Dr. Phil. This thing, this thing this guy was just talking about is worth $18 million already. And what the, and what they're talking about, that, that business, is the franchising business. Right. That, exactly. that they would go and sell Oprah or Dr. Phil market by market and, and know how to make deals. It's a lot of licensing, yeah. yeah. It's business. And when people always think it comes back to this, you know, this, um, some kind of organic love of the business people beat them every fucking time and then monsanto will get fucking involved in it and you'll just see these giant fucking weed fields that robots are going out with monsanto um monsanto seeds that if you use them they... i'm only into one drug right now what's that upstream color i wouldn't mind some of that give me the fucking worm dude <laughs> duh I just want the extract tea. That that seemed cool enough for me. That looked pussy. That looked like it's for what, kids. Look what happened after you took that, though. Uh, here's TJ in Colorado. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Sounds great. Um, here in Colorado, there's a small town, Western Slope, had a mall get proposed with, like, ten businesses, small businesses, got promote, uh, proposed to the town. The town turned it down because, I quote, it would be too much of an impact on the scenery. This same town, small, you know, 10,000-people town, already has nine dispensaries. The same day, gave permits to two more. Turned down them all, gave two more. I'm just saying we're moving in the wrong direction here when we're turning down small business for more pot dispensaries. Uh, and it's changing real fast out there, huh, TJ? It's ridiculous. I mean, and the bad part about it is adults, consenting adults, do whatever you want. I have no comment whatsoever on that. You just do whatever you feel you need to do. However, we're getting, my kids got moved to four days a week. And we had to cut over $3 million in our school budget. But yet this pot shit is going out of, out of control. But yet we still cannot get any money going back to the schools. It's ridiculous. 
kids are the ones who are learning out here. Smoke pot, you're going to be fine. And mm-hmm. when they don't get into college, when they don't get jobs, oh, well, hey, it's just, just get, get high. It'll be fine. It's certainly something to consider. And and the, and the fact of the matter is, the fact that the product itself has changed so fast as soon as they could, you know, were allowed to raise their head above the ground, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, who knows where we're going to be five years from now. Exactly, um, exactly. All right, thanks, TJ. Uh, keep us uh-huh. updated on it. I love hearing from the people in Colorado because... Uh, it's a kind of a ground zero swell. And I could never get my head around Colorado. Beautiful place, but you've got real extreme personalities because you have the hacky sack uh, people. Literally a bunch of old deadheads moved out there and kind of created their own towns. There's great food, great restaurants, uh but at the same time, you got you know a, a really cool music scene. On the other hand, you've got the biggest churches in the in the country, these mega churches, and then you have like the ranchers, um, and then there's also like a very weird kind of suburban hardcore rah rah school thing out there as well. And they're all up against each other. You couldn't you couldn't think of white people that were more dissimilar. And they're all up against each other. And now you throw in this legalized marijuana. I can't believe that we're not doing more movies about it. Um, here is uh, John. John, you're on the Run of Fest show. How you doing, boys? Yeah. Yeah, we had the same conversation with uh, with a buddy of mine who's a high level exec at AB Anheuser Busch, and they're preparing and plotting the next five ten year business plan for themselves to get in on this from a distribution standpoint. So they've got the network to get to all the liquor stores. They've got the, a similar distribution model as Coke, Pepsi. I wouldn't be surprised if they're all lining up to get in line to 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 be on the distribution side of this. Yeah, I mean, whoever's in the distribution business, you don't really care what is in the back of the trucks, and you know how to what you're warehousing, and how to get it back out there. It's just really the business of doing business. So you don't really care whether you've got boots back there, t-shirts, beer livestock it doesn't matter to you you're just moving it around and that's the people that will eventually win the same people who always win you know what i mean big corporations it'll always go back to that uh here's thumper in nebraska you're on the run of fed show hey ron how's it going man good man hey uh, i good to tell you back in 99 and 2000 i had a cousin over in england get stationed over there and I flew over there, and then we went to Amsterdam, and and all they would smoke over there was hash, or if they smoked marijuana, they always wrap it up with Marlboro cigarette tobacco. And I said to this guy one day in the Stones Cafe bar, he says, "Hey man, you guys ever just smoke real pot?" So he brought some pot the next day, and he, he literally paralyzed me and my cousin for six hours. <laughs> just for fucking, <laughs> just for you deserved it. Move. We couldn't even fucking move from the bar there. Yeah. Uh, then we like, go shopping and go buy some girls, you know. Go well, the girls. weird thing is now, basically, there's a, and there's a new bet on Amsterdam. 
uh, come to Amsterdam up on the iBank, and they're kind of selling themselves as Brooklyn International. Um, it's definitely selling themselves like a hipster uh, Las Vegas. You got that, Chris? I, I think it's yet. Amsterdam, the original cool. Don't have it? I got it. Holland, not Amsterdam. Holland is selling themselves that way. Flowers. Windmills. Picturesque canals. Cheese. Wooden shoes. Master paintings from the Golden Age. Yes! Yes, we have it all! <laughs> but let me show you what's really cool about Holland. You call it organic and artisanal. We just call it food. You call it booty, independent, alternative. We call it the Nine Streets. You call it exercise. We call it a way of life. They still drive cars! <laughs> Dutch! <laughs> By the way, did you notice I'm speaking English? We all do. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Amsterdam. <laughs> Ik niet. Jullie noemen hem Van Gogh. Wij zeggen Van Gogh. Did someone say Van Gogh? <laughs> you call it art. We call it the Rijksmuseum. Dutch. You call it green energy. We call it tradition. You call it... call it Amsterdam. Come to Amsterdam in 2013. You call it the travel day. Whee! <laughs> we call it the first day of vacation. Uh, uh, Holland, the original cool. Visit us at holland.com slash cool. Portlandia is winning the culture wars. When you're basically looking at a hipster uh, commercial. Um, all right, some more calls from Colorado. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mike in Colorado. You're on the Ron Fez Show. Say, Mike? Yeah. Hey, Ron. Hey, I was um, telling your screener there, my pastor had to do a teaching on this because so many dispensaries have popped up around that it's kind of like, you know, you can't really avoid it and... He talked about raising a generation where dispensaries are like liquor stores and, you know, how to deal with that kind of thing or, you know, what the real issue is. And it seems like for me and probably everybody I know, Colorado's everybody has just leave me alone mentality. Just kind of let me do what I have to do because it is life. Right. And so if it's cancer, you know, if it's intense anxiety, if it's whatever and it helps, then, you know, you drink your beer. I'll smoke my joint, whatever. His whole thing was way more concerned about pills and being, you know, all the suicides and everything are usually because of pills. Right. And so it, it had to kind of turn into that. It doesn't matter if it's pills or if it's pot or if it's alcohol or 
steroids, whatever your thing is, you know, odds are you're, <laughs> you need to maintain <laughs> at best, you know. And what is your life going to be about? Are you going to be a stoner? Are you going to be an alcoholic? You know, it was, it was really interesting to kind of sit there and really ponder it all. Raising kids in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Sure, Colorado uh, is looking at stuff that, that no other American communities have really had to look at before. I mean, the, you know, we've had communities uh, go in different directions, but never because it was legal. But a weird thing about us, and I was going to say Americans, but probably every country in the world, every kind of people, that reality has never been enough. You know what I mean? People. You know, the reality in Colorado here, it all comes down when I what I see is just watching these things being planned. I'm 40, so I've just watched this whole thing, lived here for 25 years, and it's been just the mentality from every individual in Colorado always seems to come back to leave me alone and just let me do my own thing. Right. You know, by the way, you can do your own thing, too. I don't really, just leave me alone. You know, right. the, the only problem would be is if them doing their own thing starts to spill over into your world. You know what I mean? It does, and it's how you, how do you deal with it, because now it's in your world. So yeah. here it is. It's reality. So you just got to, you got to deal with it. And it's the gun owners, the, the real liberals, whatever, that are really, you know, church-going guys. And the hacky sack guys, again, what they have in common is kind of just let me do my own thing. Yeah. All right, man. Best of luck with it. Thanks for the call. Uh, here's Eric in Colorado. You're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. So a couple of other things on this here. Uh, there's a couple of counties here in Colorado who have now, at the county level, but not the cities within those counties, uh, and these are more rural parts of the states, are now saying there will be no, disp- no medical dispensaries, uh, no regular dispensaries, no grow except for at your own home for your own use. And even then, there's still a slight limit on it uh, because they don't want, they, they don't have the resources to enforce the laws and whatnot at the at that level because they're so rural. Um, kind of a little bit going on with that last caller, he's saying about, you know, well, the leave me alone tip, you know, do what you want. There's a, an article in one of the local papers today that one of the things that's happening is uh, a lot of the rural areas are starting to push back because some of these new laws and these new regulations regarding the marijuana and some of these gun laws uh, are affecting rural Colorado much more and much different levels than they are in Denver, Boulder, Colorado Springs. Right. Uh, because those cities have the ability to deal with some of this stuff, and it's a problem there, whereas you get into... Rural parts of Colorado, it's not a problem. But the other part of it is, too, some of the surrounding states are now starting to have real issues with their mar- with the uh, medical marijuana and with the legal marijuana in Colorado. They're starting to take a stronger look at it where they're having issues. Um, I know Nebraska and Wyoming have seen large spikes in marijuana being transported, and they're starting to look at uh, vehicles coming out of originally in Colorado for traffic stops. And, you know, some people are saying, well, you're singling it out, people out because of their age. And I've noticed now that in some parts of Nebraska, if you have Colorado plates, you're more likely to be stopped. It doesn't matter your age group. And one of the, and they're looking more closely. And myself as a truck driver, 
coming out of Colorado. I've been stopped a couple of times lately here in the in rural parts of Nebraska, and it's not by the highway patrol; it's by the sheriff's department. And they're saying, "Hey, uh, do you mind if our dog takes a look at your truck?" Because they've had a couple of random instances where they found somebody with pot that was grown in Colorado for medical use, and then they're kind of selling it on the side, and it's being taken to other other places. So they're looking at you know at all of these issues now, and that's in some places it's causing a problem. They're saying, "Well, you're singling us out," and in other areas they're coming back and saying, "Hey, we don't want it here, so why are you bringing it here?" Uh, all right, thanks, man. It's very very interesting because you know the point that he's making is when you start to do a state thing. It spills into other states. That's why it's always been difficult for us to have states' rights, because you still are neighbors. Uh, what got this started is not so much legalized marijuana, but the supplements to come around. I want to know what Rob Cross is going to do about getting XMU played in every one of these uh, dispensaries in Colorado. He's got to be on the ground. Why isn't he on that right now? He's got to be. He should be on the next flight out to denver and just working every one of those places say like, here here's a free here's a free radio come on guys this is just a taste too and then he can get off with some of this mustard some of this goo you know how begin so you're not even taking a uh a step back it's not even like uh something <sighs> gotta try it I just searched like uh, dispensaries, uh, Colorado, and there's just like flyers for just deals, like twenty dollars rates, one fifty ounces all day, every day. Right. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just marketing. It's nuts. How come you're not doing a Colorado trip? That could be fun. I've always loved Colorado. Yeah. I've never went there and had a bad time. And you can go there any time of the year, and and it's just beautiful. Instead, you seem to turn your back on your own country. And go out and get fucking high with foreigners. Foreigners can be fun. Yeah. If you're anti-American. Oh, I love America. This place do is great. You? Yeah. What I'd like to do is the next time you leave, you shut the goddamn border behind you. <laughs> I can't come back. That's right. I don't want to be an expat. Not yet. All but one man died in Bitter Creek. Sir Brandon, particularly the early episodes... Hey, kids, if you ever have an idea, an article, story, video for the Ron and Fed show that you think we could use, or if you have some fabulous event happening in your town that you think would be great for filtered excellence, send all those ideas, don't be shy, to editor at theinterrobang.com. That's editor at theinterrobang.com. Ever seen that Holland commercial? Maybe we should go to Amsterdam. Looks nice. And you like the hipster lifestyle. I don't even know what that means. Well, you start to wear red pants wherever you go. That's because of Jack White. That's not because of <laughs> Oh, thing. okay. I didn't know. I only wear red, black, or white. Hey, the salt didn't show up today, huh? It's a new thing that we're out of it? Oh, no, no, no. I, oh. It's a new attitude that we have. No. Oh, don't worry about it. That's okay. Don't go pointing up and in, in, in for people to jump like you have fucking made her day. Salt. Is, um... Do we got Sporty Spice in? Sporty Spice is in. 
Because we never talked any uh, basketball today. No, we did not. Well, this whole goo thing just blew my mind. It did. Re- it really did. I, I, I just got to get my hands on some. My phone's just still packed. I don't know whether <laughs> I feel like I'm at the end of this segment or not, because everybody, uh, you know, particularly the Colorado people, are just amazing to me. It's pretty cool. Steve in Colorado has uh, something for you, Chris. Oh. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Chris, man. I got plenty of weed and a couch for you, sir. buddy. Come on out to Vail. Vail's beautiful, Chris. Yeah. It sounds it. I love urban. I love couches. And you're not far from Woody Creek. You can go. <gasps> oh, wow. Uh, Nick in Colorado, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Chris, there's tons of weed here. I'm in Denver, and it's you can just walk around town. It's kind of ridiculous. You'll just see people sometimes in front of bars just smoking like it's nothing now. That sounds great. And the dispensaries, some of them, if it's your first time going there, they'll offer a free gram of something to just try out. Like you try it out in there, or you have to? There's other places. That no, you can't. You can't smoke or do anything in there. They had one when they first started. Really, I say it was about three years ago. They had one called Ganja Gourmet, where you could go there, you could smoke in there, you could eat the food, and they they shut that one down. I'd say within a six, seven months. Well, I heard in addition to the dispensaries or whatever in the stores, they have like social clubs where they could, where you just get a membership Spy and report. smoke weed there. Spy report. Spy report. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Spy report. Spy report. Oh. We were just talking about him earlier today. The person that Chris Stanley said yelled out, kerplunk, kerplunk, kerplunk. Kai, the hitchhiker, is now wanted in connection with another murder. Oh, my God. This time, uh, it's a Clark, New Jersey man found dead in his home yesterday. When police were called there, the cause of death was blunt force trauma. Oh, The no. suspect in the case has been identified as Kai, the 34-year-old Internet celebrity known on YouTube and Facebook as Kai the Hatchet Welding Hitchhiker. He was last seen in a light rail station in Haddonfield, New Jersey. He's considered to be armed and dangerous. Oh, my God. Well, didn't he say in that original video that he killed a dude or something, or he's he's seen people get killed? Let's put it up. Let's go back and take a look here. Okay. And then get into some basketball talk. Oh, Kai. What happened? It's so weird. We were just talking about him um, a little while ago. Damn it. He took down his original video. It's got to be somewhere. Chris can't find it. Oh, really? Can't I? Yeah. You can't. <laughs> yeah, can we talk to you? Do you mind? What do you want to talk about? What happened today? Well, well went straight out of Dogtown, skateboarding, surfing it up. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're lovable. And it doesn't matter your look skills or age or size or anything, you're worthwhile. Thanks. No one could ever take that away from you. Now, this stuff right here, I was driving and I was, well, I was in the passenger side of this fucker's car, and he comes over on there, 
he was over by the recycling center. He says, oh, when I was in the Virgin Islands, 30 years old on a business trip, I, 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 uh, I, I fucked this 14-year-old. I was like, you what? He's like, I raped this 14-year-old. He starts crying, gives me a big hug. He's just like, fuck, 300-pound guy. I'm like, oh, shit. He must be fuckered, man. Like, what's he talking about? I didn't take him seriously at first. He comes driving down this way. He's like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ, and I can do anything I fucking want to. And... Watch this, bam, and he smashed into this fucking guy right there, pinned him in between that fucking truck, and so I fucking, I hop out, I look over, the guy's pinned there, I mean like, freight train riders know this, like if you get pinned between something, do not fucking move that shit, otherwise you bleed out, like, motherfucker, I, I ran in, I grabbed the keys, he's fucking sitting there like nothing even happened, and like fucking like, man, if you started driving that car around again, man, there would've been a hell of a lot of bodies around here, fucking, I hop on out, and so I grabbed the bag, I threw it over by that pole right there, and then fucking Buddy gets out, and these two women are trying to help him, he runs up and he grabs one of them, man, like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet, smash, smash, smash. Hmm. Yeah, the, the lady said you saved her life. Good chunk. She was the one who got grabbed by that fucker. Really you know chunk. what? Fuck is cool. That guy ain't. Shit. How, how'd you how'd you get in his car? How how did you? I was hitchhiking. I was well. Good thing I was hitchhiking. Yeah. People say don't hitchhike. Well, this is what happens. Was well, yeah. Well, at least I was here. So he All did right, this. We've on actually purpose. got the breaking news story up. We'll go and listen to that. But Kai the hitchhiker is wanted for murder. Uh, and this was in New Jersey. And an autopsy revealed that the cause of death was blunt force trauma, as if it was smash, smash, smash. Uh, here's Sam in Rhode Island for Sam. What's up? Hi, guys. I was I'm, I live in Newport, and I was driving by the Dunkin' Donuts on, on Memorial Boulevard, and there was Kai sitting outside of the Dunkin' Donuts with his guitar. And I didn't even want a coffee, but I pulled over and I walked into the Dunkin' Donuts just so I could walk by Kai. Did you say hi to him or that you know him? I did say hi to him. I was like, you're the guy that I saw on the YouTube video. And then there were, he was sitting in front and there were some other people around him and he was talking about like, his internet video and mm -hmm. all these other videos that he had. Well, last night a body turned up dead. And the suspect is Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. Here's the news report from ABC. It's ago we learned who police are searching for in the murder of a lawyer in Clark, New Jersey. It's a story you'll see only here on Eyewitness News. Eyewitness News reporter Phil Lipoff live in Elizabeth on this exclusive story. Phil? Yeah, and Ken, we've been working this exclusive story now for a couple of days. We've been talking to authorities. We can now report exclusively that there has been an arrest warrant issued in the murder uh, of the, um, the the Clark man that you were talking about, this popular attorney, Joseph Galfi, was found uh, dead in his home Monday night. Now authorities have issued an arrest warrant. Wait until you hear who they are looking for. This is a story that goes from Fresno, California, all the way to Clark, New Jersey. Fresno. Authorities are looking for a man known as Caleb Lawrence McGilvery. Uh, you might also know him as Kai the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. He was a YouTube sensation, even made Jimmy Kimmel's show after he was a hero out in Fresno. He took a ride from a man who apparently lost it and tried to kill another Fresno. man with his car. Kai grabbed goes. a hatchet out of his backpack that he had, stopped 
the killing of this man, became a hero, even went to court out in Fresno to testify against the man. He saved a man's life. He became this YouTube sensation, uh, made the round on the talk shows, and now, three months later, after becoming a hero in Fresno, California, authorities say he wound up in Clark, New Jersey, in Mr. Galfi's home, and somehow is responsible for his death. We do know Mr. Galfi died from blunt force trauma. There was a welfare check. Authorities went to his house uh, to, to, to check on him. When they got there, he was dead. Now, just a couple of days later, they are looking for this Kai. He goes by several different names, but he's mostly known as Kai. He has a Facebook page. We'll get more into that a little bit later on in the day. They say he's probably cut his long hair now. He has shorter hair. He should be considered armed and dangerous. They don't know where he is. He relies on strangers, the generosity of strangers for food and lodging. Remember, he's a hitchhiker. He could be anywhere, but they have issued an arrest warrant for him. They are looking for him. We are going to get more information in just about an hour from the prosecutor himself. And when we get more on this, we will bring it to you tonight, beginning first at four. For now, we're live in Elizabeth, Phil Lippa, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Um... Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show, Mike of Virginia. Ronnie, we don't know that this lawyer wasn't getting ready to kill somebody, and Kai could still be a hero. Yeah, if, if this was the second time in a row someone has done something crazy and then Kai jumped in, the only problem is there seems to be a crowd gathered around here, and they're looking like they want to bring Kai in for a hangin'. Yeah, the crowd is growing as I sit, and they want to hang in. Who, you know, here's the weird thing. I'm sitting in a room full of people, not one of us slightly shocked that Kai is killed again. <laughs> like any dog that tore the head off a chicken and then was congratulated for it. <laughs> Kai has probably been, had the urge to kill. He wanted to go viral again. Well, he has, but he's just not going to benefit from it this time. Maybe, you know, we need to get a poll up right away. Is this a guardian angel? Or has this been a stone-cold killer? Did he force the guy off the fucking road into that person? Oh, God. And then smash, 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 break their fucking head and then make up a crazy story. Because really, why would the why would the driver of that car right tell him about at that moment? Never a fourteen year old in yeah. Aruba, and then never before having mental problems and yelling out, "I am Jesus Christ!" After he picked up Kai, the homosexual and hitchhiker. This is a false flag operation, possibly. <laughs> Kai, why did you do it? You're my hero, Kai. Why did you say that word? Why, Kai? Axe-wielding hero. Or in the back of a van. Um, Should be. Maybe this old lawyer had women locked up in his basement and Kai was <laughs> trying to help them. Smash. Or backpack and get a hatchet. This is a sad day. He's a swinging. Smash, smash, smash. 
at least the, uh, the strength to carry a hatchet. You also say save someone else. And when they, when okay, I'm not going to do this bit. What, what is it, Chris? <laughs> I'm sorry. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's Jeff. You're on the Run of Fez show. Kai's not the hero jersey won't. But he's the hero jersey All right, so you're saying that maybe it's the only way to protect you, them is if he acts like he's the bad guy, goes away for eight years, and then comes back later. Maybe. Um, here's uh, Sean. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, this is next summer's blockbuster, Wife of Kai. Smash, smash, smash. Unbelievable. We've got the poll up now. And it doesn't seem like people believe in Kai anymore. People are jumping to conclusions. Uh, Damien, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? Uh, if you remember in the original Kai video, he says it wasn't the first time he hit someone either. He mentioned the previous time in an orchard that he knocked a dude out. This might be his third or, you know, eighth. How did we ever let this lunatic just keep running around? I, I I feel like I can still trust Kai. I don't know. I'm in New Jersey, so that's, you know. All right, right now the poll numbers, is. is Kai a guardian angel, God bless Kai, or yeah. a stone-cold killer and always has been? It's already at 71% believing he's a stone-cold killer. Now, most people don't find the need to use a hatchet three or four times in their life. Not if it isn't for a tree. Um... Here's John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, Ron. Uh, I just Google imaged Kai's image, and it's probably not going to be too hard to find him because it looks like recent images of him. He's got this huge face, uh, tattoo on his face now, so I don't know how that's going to work out for him. All right, I'm going to have to look at this. Yeah, take care. I don't see any up there with the tattoo. That's Kai? What? He let himself get weird quick. Um, here's Jeremy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, here's my take on this whole thing. Kai got uh, sick of his trail mix on the Appalachian Trail. This rich guy from Clark was a lawyer. Said, oh, that's an easy mark. Brought him home. Wanted some gay sex. Kai said, fuck that. Smash, smash, smash. There is very little doubt that gay sex seems to be tied up into this. <laughs> Only if you're going to go by most males who originally did. I mean, you bring a dude back to your house. A hitchhiker. Yeah. And you're an older gentleman lawyer. With money to burn. It's a very Kai tattoo. Just weird symbols all over his face. I hope that that's just like hentai. I hope he hasn't tattooed his face like that. It He's going to stick out like a sore thumb in prison. That's uh, yeah, that's a tattoo needle in the left picture. Now, when did the original story happen when America fell completely head over heels in love with Kai? I think it was like one of my first weeks here. So about, about three months ago, probably. You're kidding me. It seemed so. like it was a year ago. It happened the week of the first week of February. First week of February. Yeah. Here we are, May, and we find out he's not a hero <laughs> at all, but won it. Dead or alive. My favorite Bon Jovi song. Tied with all the other Bon Jovi songs. 
Uh, Alex in Oklahoma, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Roddy B. Pep, check this out. At the beginning of a video, he says, I was driving, I was driving. Uh, and then he says, no, it's in the passenger seat. So check that out. Bullshit. Yeah, it's very weird. Very weird. Now, Rorschach says he still believes in Kai. He's knocking off the bad guys. Don't. He deserves a medal. Could just be Kai the homeless gay prostitute at this point. Wanted for murder. Has anyone checked Tick's apartment? Possibly the couch. <laughs> There's a guy staying there, but he said his name's Jai. That proof says, I guess we forgot all about those girls in Cleveland already, huh? I don't understand what that means. They've been rescued. Fagio just can't believe that an axe-wielding homeless drifter would kill a man. <laughs> it is hard to believe, Foggy. And by the way, Foggy lives in his own personal Colorado, as oh, yeah. we know from the last time he came in to unmask with his own baked goods. Delicious baked goods. So good. Foggy's the best. Well... I, th so much has happened in this show already today. Breaking news stories. We're figuring out how, what we're going to be doing with Colorado and the uh, new drug supplements. Goo. The goo, the paste, wax. the mustard, the wax, <laughs> the product that won't get a single name. A company will figure out the single name for it. We also, fascinating, fascinating woman. Let's put her up one more time before we go to commercial break. Oh, my God. Wow. Now, Sporty Spice. You're gay, but still, <laughs> could you last? This doesn't turn you? That would not turn you around a little bit? Not gay. You're not? Really? Because no. I thought I saw you in an old lawyer's house the other night. I'm a suspect now. We're all suspect. I, I don't <laughs> think it's just Kai. I think everybody suspect it. Seriously, how long do you think you could last there? Not very. Even if your mom was in the room, you'd still. <laughs> that is phenomenal. And she's a big star down there, I guess, with some kind of shitty apartment. <laughs> I was born in the wrong America. She's got a flat screen. Fat ass. God bless her. That move is unbelievable. All right, we've got to go to break, and we'll be back. Uh, it's 1 o'clock, and I have been told by my Twitter producer. What's that even mean? Well, you've been fucking around and not cursing and basically slacking off and traveling around the country with an axe. <laughs> Huh? I'm not Kai, the homeless drifter. To me, you're the you're the generation of Kai. Do you feel bad about this, Chris? Yeah, I feel pretty sad. I feel like uh, he's let down all the other internet celebrities out there. I think they're all killers. I think if you're viral, you're a killer. Even Sweet Brown, she could especially hurt. Sweet Brown. She, she lit that fire. Oh my God! Yeah, start to look at this. How many of them? You found out Charles Ramsey was also a wife beater. 
an internet celebrity will let you down. Unlike a real celebrity. Wonder if the boom goes dynamite kid actually like set off explosions like a terrorist. All right, um, I'm seeing Obama on TV. It looks like he's stepping down. What? And uh, bringing in a new president of the United States. No. He thinks it's a guy he knows from his old neighborhood who's pretty together, and we're all going to be happy with him. Wow, Biden gets jumped over like that. Yeah, Biden goes with him. They all go out together. <laughs> Still talking about Benghazi. Should be talking about Kai right now, Obama. <laughs> uh, we don't have time for Benghazi. Look, we've got to stop Kai. I wish that they were chasing Kai the same way they they chase Boston fucking killers. <laughs> Maybe we'd still have a a living fucking lawyer, lawyer. in Jersey. Don't call the guy. Gay. He's a victim. <laughs> victim. Don't victimize him twice. All right. I, I take that all back. I. Sorry. Say that you're the one who's gay, and then we can move on. Just I'm, to show I'm that, the gay lawyer. Yes. <laughs> to show that it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> An older gentleman lives alone, brings in strays. It can happen. Young, face-tattooed hitchhikers. Mm. We get back. The Heat move on. But what about the Thunder? The team that fucking Sporty Spice told us would go all the way. I don't We're, remember that. You keep saying these things. I don't remember. I don't remember saying these you things. You said them Does, all, man. Why? Why would you? Doesn't problem? matter so much if you said it. If it's if we believe it, that matters. Got it. <laughs> I was laughing last night because they're mad that the Heat didn't win by enough. What? <laughs> you must destroy them. Yes, it's eight games and eight wins and one loss. Anyone would take that. That's all you have to do is win. And they're like, I don't know. They seem like they didn't want it. Chicago was clawing last night. Yeah, but they're not very good without their best players on the team. Mm, that's true. Still, still they, they, they hung in there. It's Joe King versus the Heat. You got to have heart. Heat Pacers. That's what we're going to talk about. Can the Pacers... Beat the Heat. That's what I want to talk about. When we get back. Still got next tonight. Not really. Can the Pacers beat the Heat? Why waste time? I would like to cancel tonight's game. Three in a row. That's Just all I got to do. Just forfeit it. No, get out of here. Just forfeit. What kind of basketball fan are you? What kind of basketball fan are you if you're cheering on for J.R. Smith during this? <laughs> I think he's bound to get hot. Sure. Sure, things haven't looked good. He's dating Rihanna, and he's drunk all the time. And he has a It's actually like watching hip-hop. It has nothing. I can't believe that his pants aren't lower. That's the way he's playing right now. All right, so we're going to talk about that when we get back. And a lot more. A lot of stuff we haven't got to yet. Right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show on the Open Anthony Channel. Serious XM. <laughs> You've been warned. The Opie and Anthony Show. The Ron and Fest Show continues.
Artists of the day, Chris Pepper Hicks, favorite band of all time, Dandy Warhols. Now, the Metal Kids are act. Will you ever put metal back on his artist of the day? Never again. I will do a week of flower punk and neo-psychedelics before any uh, metal gets back on there. Some people were calling this get music. Well, they're the gets. Not this oh. bad thing. <laughs> well... Uh, she used to work here at Sirius XM. She still does. I want to tweet that I'm here. It's, with uh, yeah. it's Jennifer whatever from <laughs> the the Jennifer whatever show. No, it's just Jenny. I'm, like, I'm Jenny Hutt. But you call it Jennifer whatever Hutt. Thanks. I do not. You don't? I no. can't keep up because you change your brand so I much. haven't changed my brand at all in the past two years. The brand just keeps going. <laughs> Evolving is that changing? No, I just saw you. Uh, oh, no. I went down to the bathroom. Yeah. I saw you speaking very long to a long uh, to a pretty blonde girl. Yeah, uh, and that person didn't answer. And then when I came back from the bathroom, you were still talking, and that person wasn't answering. She did answer. She said a lot. I was speaking with Jewel. And yeah, then I didn't know that it was Jewel. She's changed her look quite a bit. She's changed her brand. She's gorgeous. She has not changed her brand. Listen, my brand changing was not initially due to my own decision it was i i lost my job i lost my show and i had to start a new show and now you don't work here i do too i just i sometimes do my show live from my house and then i come in to do pre-tapes and other things i don't see you or pete dominic anymore well both of us have some equipment in our houses separate houses Why? Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because in order for me to be here for a live show at 9 o'clock in the morning, I have to be in my car at 7 a.m. And in order for me to be current, to know what's going on, and plan what I'm going to be talking about, I need to be able to read and do things, and I can't while driving. You can't driving. do a show out of your house. <laughs> you can't do it. Okay. It will make you lazy. It will make you the oh, type God. of person who does the show in their pajamas. No, I don't ever do the show in my pajamas. I wear workout clothes. Thank you. That's a good point. <laughs> That's what I was but, looking at. No, no, but it's not because I'm lazy. I have a, I have long days. I, I do you realize do, that everyone what? in the in morning show history has gotten up early? Most morning shows will get up four four thirty in the morning. Absolutely, and, and happily I would do that. If I were paid like a morning show host is paid, that'd be a whole other story. So you're in it for the money. Not just the money, but the money matters when it's things like getting up at four o'clock in the morning and ditching my kids. Yeah. Well, and I'm out at back. night doing stuff lately. Partying, so. yeah, some partying. Okay, good. No, I've been doing. I've been doing some TV stuff, Ron Bennington. No, you paid attention to the big uh, murder trial that went on out there. Yeah, I've been involved with it. I'm actually co-hosting Dr. Drew's show this whole week. Okay. On HLN. D well, how come you're not in LA then? He's in LA. I'm here. I mm. do it from a flash studio. Good, because even when you sit next to him, they just put you in a box, so it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> now. He is all over this, yet you guys have spent zero time, mm -hmm. zero, on Kai, the axe-wielding hitchhiker. I was listening to this on the way here today, actually, to you guys talking about it. I heard some guy talking about that this guy, Kai, the axe-wielding, would ever pin someone in a car, in between two cars? Was that... Well, that was six was months that? ago. Huge. But this time, now he Who is... is he? You d don't follow the the internet sensation? 
I don't know Kai. Just tell me who he is, please. Well, we told you he saved some people by killing somebody with an axe. Oh, no. But now he's killing regular people well, with an axe. Well, you can't do that. You can't do that, Tell Ron. that to Dr. Drew and get that out there. Okay. Now, here's the other thing I worry about with you and Dr. Oh, no. Drew. Everyone else that Dr. Drew is ever around dies. Not everybody. First of all, it's that is so not true. There's been a few people who have died, and they, they were a part of the disease of addiction, and they lost the battle. I don't want you to end up like that. I won't end up like that. I'm not addicted to anything. Has he been offering you stuff? A lot. A lot of stuff. Shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just I'm not supposed to talk about it. Uh-oh. Oops. No, he's actually, I really like Drew Pinsky a lot. Yeah, he's, he's a nice man. He's smart, and he is kind, and so... Speaking. You're oddly the new Adam Carolla when you really think about it. You're, <laughs> you're the new Adam Carolla. No, God, no. And no, there's no new Adam Carolla. That's, That's you. Love Lines 2.0. No, I'm just Jenny. See, they go back to my show. Did you see what I did? Just Jenny, whatever. Yeah. No, stop it. That is so what old. Evs. I think it's whatevs now. That is so 2010. I thought it was, what does Jane call herself? She's, is she just Jane? No, she, her website's ExoJane. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when you co-host with Drew, you guys were ecstatic that this woman's going to get the death penalty. No, did you know I got in so much trouble last night on the Twitter? Why? Because I said, listen, this woman, you guys, you know, you know the Jody Arias case, right? That I she think she's brutally, innocent. She brutally slaughtered, butchered this Travis Alexander. Allegedly. It's awful. No, no, it's been proven. So... So anyway, the, the cruelty, the aggravation phase, she's been found guilty of cruelty. Allegedly cruelty. No, no, no. Cruelty. Well, is there and so a what's kind a way to, to kill listen? somebody? No. Well, Can you there's kill a them kinder way. Yes, there's a kinder way to do it than what she did. 27 or 28 stab wounds and a gunshot. Come on. It couldn't have been fun to be on the receiving she end slipped. of that. She didn't slip. She didn't slip. The reason, please... She's maniacal, and she was addicted to fucking him or whatever. She's out of her mind. She's off her rocker anyway, but not criminally insane. Anyway, I yesterday had said that once this whole cruelty penalty phase part happened, that I, for a minute, was like, she's a human being, and now, like, the death penalty's weird. I just think the death penalty's weird. That's all. I just think it's weird. I, I think if anybody were to deserve to die, it's her, but the death penalty in and of itself is just, just, it's just a strange concept for me. So what about the top slammed. mom? Should the top mom be destroyed for what she did? The top mom. <laughs> What's that woman's name that's on your same channel? That, <laughs> Nancy that, Grace? Yeah, Nancy Grace. <laughs> and her twins. Oh, my God. Um, get into trouble every time. I, you know, I, I, I never I understood it, where I, uh, the, the death penalty is one thing. I don't know where I stand on it. Because on one hand, I agree with you. It's a weird thing to kill people. On the other hand, I normally don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that person, you know, I'm not going to go out with a candle and stand no, in the no, rain no, no, and course, any of that no. kind of shit. But if I was a jury, could I say death penalty? That might be hard for me. It's just a tough thing to me. Yeah. But but as I've said, listen, should she get the death penalty? I, I do think it's just. I just so I couldn't the pull the trigger. I think it makes more sense to kill out of anger 
than it does to simply sit down and say, look, I've thought about this a lot, and I've decided to extinguish <laughs> your life. That's kind of cruel and unusual. It's That's we- weird. It's weird. Now, the to say, holy shit, you ate all of that turkey, and I was starving, and I'm going to hit you with a hatchet, I kind of get that. I can understand how that could happen. Did Kai kill because of turkey? I'm just saying, Maybe allegedly. Maybe that's what you're thinking might be his. I'm, I'm thinking allegedly. What provoked him? I get now, it. Now, tonight, you're going to be on with Dr. Drew, right? Yes, at 9 o'clock. Now, I have to tell you, the guy that Drew w- works with, Bob... Um, he's Forrest. Like, yeah, Bob Forrest is, to me, one of my recovery heroes. Okay. So, you know... I'll mention I, that. I think it's the best thing Drew's ever done, his work with Bob Forrest. Okay. Well, I think, listen, the whole the whole flack that Dr. Drew got from people dying post-rehab, post-show, I, I just don't blame him for that. I blame addiction. People die. People die. And it's unfortunate. Most people die. <laughs> no, when you're that far into addiction, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very high percentage of people who die because of that addiction. And what I can tell you is that all of it wrecks him. Like, Dr. Drew really cares about these people so boy you are really on the bandwagon i like him i like the guy he's he's he talks about his own struggles with things he's said on tv that he's got anxiety (laughs) he's funny he needs everybody to like him i think that like many of us being liked is a far better option most people don't like you i know it's hard you have a liking thing right i do and yet when i talk to most people i go i am friends with whatever jennifer they'll say to me oh my god God, I hate her. And I go, why? I know. And they say okay. she's so needy and she so has a camera on her yeah. at all times. And, and she offers Awful. advice mm-hmm. even though she has no background. I have it. plenty of background and plenty of things. That's them saying. It's not me. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm on, I get you, it. You're just repeating what you've heard. Well, I, uh, you didn't want to know? I do. I want to know. I okay. like to know. It's better to know, I think. I don't want to live in the dark. I don't want to be steeped in denial. Mm. It's not healthy. Um, but you continue to say, look at me, even though you know it's going to hurt you. <laughs> well, you even though well, it brings pain. Everything hurts me. So what difference does it make? When's the last time you cried? Oh, God, probably yesterday. Really? What yeah. made you cry? Who knows? Well, I mean, you just I, cry, cry, all the I time. cry all the time. Yes. I cried I'd, this morning. It wasn't yesterday. It was today. I've seen you cry at work. And as you oh, know, I cry at work all the time. You know, it's like Sirius XM, the spirit. None pressures. of us cry on this station. We, oh, well, well, I forgot one does. And right now he's been very quiet. Listen, it's this work environment has some really amazing, phenomenal people, and then some not so phenomenal people. So what are you going to do? Who are the ones that make you cry? It's not necessary Spencer? to say. Who are the bad people? Liam. Who's Spencer? No, Laura. No, Liam hit you. <laughs> no. Who's who's the person <laughs> booking that you hit? Nah, I just can't even. It just doesn't. I'm not. Nope. From this country or Argentina? <laughs> what? what country? <laughs> I love her. Stop it. I'm just trying to figure out who made you cry. It's a guessing game. Is it Leeds? No, I will not do this. I will not go down this road. It's it's, got to be Leeds. I think it's Leeds. It's not Leeds and I go very far back. It's not him. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you had to kiss up to your dad in the old days. (laughs) (laughs) He used to carry your dad's Coke. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, Leeds is a guy who's worked in rock business forever. Never is a party guy. He's it's a nice guy. A ridiculous waste. He works waste. hard. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying uh, he's a. Oh, so I you're was saying on the if road. you're not a party guy, what do you mean? I grew up in that whole world, and I never was into drugs or alcohol. I never you got didn't in that grow whole. up in that world. You didn't work in it. You no, I just part, like, yeah. You played. went with your mom uh, with, and your dad. That's different. No, I went with my friends to concerts and things. But I'm saying to actually be in the music business. Right, I was not. No, Mm-mm. 
And even your dad said you weren't a good singer. <laughs> Here we go. You wanted to be, you he wanted said to be I was a, singer. a good singer. Hold on. He said technically I was a very good singer. But I you didn't write what? songs, and I wasn't going to be a pop star. I wasn't destined to be that, and he was right. I wasn't. I was not going to be Britney Spears, please. Well, certainly, because you were much older then, you would have been more like <laughs> I an, am old. an Annette Funicello or a Lulu. Uh, so sad. This is just all You're a good singer, though. Why don't you sing a little bit for us? <laughs> well, I like when you and I do duets. Do we sure. have one? Yeah. We, we always which have a one? duet to do. All right. Which one can we do today? Um, how about we do something for Dr. Drew? There's, oops, there goes another one. Do you know that one? <laughs> no, not well enough. Okay, too bad. What about, should we do Sonny and Cher? Should we do... No, uh, this is a real radio show. <laughs> you we got don't... you, babe? <laughs> Can I tell you, this is a real they radio show. They say we're young and we don't know. Oh, stop it with that. Won't find out until we grow. Mom, stop. <laughs> Mom. It's a story of my life, Mom, stop, by the way. Mm. Your mom molested you? No, my kid. What? Oh, I thought you yelled, Mom, they, stop. My mother's dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's all fault. It's, yeah. When did this happen? Almost five years you ago. You never talk I about know, it. I know. It's something I keep close to the vest. She does a one-month anniversary <laughs> show to her mom every month. Hold on. It's been four it's years and purpose. 11 months. You have to understand, it's not on purpose. It's, it's really just things on. happen, and then I think of my mom. I She was awesome and nuts, and I just, there's things that happen, and I can't help but then honor her somehow. Do you ever talk with Martha Stewart's daughter anymore? No, she hasn't spoken to me since... Um, over two years, I think. She called me last night. Did she? How'd that go? Well, she still holds a grudge. <laughs> it's okay. You really annoyed her, didn't you? Yeah, she hates me, I think. <laughs> but what am I going to do? Well, I saw do? that Today Show thing where, I mean, she just lambasted you on national television. Yeah, but it was well, cool because I was on the Today Show. Yeah, what was great is most people didn't know either one of you. Yeah, it was fine. And, they, and they're like, this isn't going into another segment? Yeah. And if you notice, that's when the Today Show's uh, <laughs> audience declined. spiked down. Yeah, they're Matt blaming Lauer? Matt Lauer, but in fact, it's me. You I think Matt, Matt No, I think Matt Lauer's a scapegoat. Listen, when Ann Curry came on the Today Show as the anchor, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like she really popped. Right. I didn't. I didn't think it was the right gig for her. I, I, I really like her as an individual, <laughs> right. but I didn't think she was. Right. And I think reason? that Matt was pretty much thrown under the bus because they needed someone to blame. I think that they handled it poorly, but I like Savannah, and it's all okay. I the reason that you uh, might be implying to me is not. I really heard Savannah's out. I don't know. I heard they're going to pull that other girl off oh. of uh, the one that, that drinks wine with Frank Gifford's wife. Oh, Hoda Kotb. That can't be a real name. <laughs> it's her name. Really? She's, yeah, she's terrific. I like her a lot. She's smart. She's attractive. What's her name? Hoda Kotb. How can that be a name? It's a name. All right, we got a picture of Ann Curry. <laughs> here it is, here. And uh, it's, it's not um, going to be a part of this. Show. It's really huge. This part is of what? not right. Come on. Um, it's Wine Thursdays. This is not right. They do do a lot of drinking on that show at 11 o'clock in the morning. How long is your show now? One hour. Wow. Yeah, it's short. And I've, well, I'm not going to get into Go that ahead. right now. No, no. I want to talk to you because I'll, okay. I'll never see you again. You will You'll see me again. Listen, if I wasn't, if I, if I weren't, the issue, the reason that a lot of the time I'm home, in addition to the two-hour drive to get there for the live show at 9, is that a lot of my days I end up doing some TV at night, and then I won't get home until 11 o'clock at night. So I need to be able to see my kids in addition to doing everything else that matters to me. And then there's the husband as well, so i got to be around a little bit. 
kind of on the edge right now, huh? <laughs> no, my, my husband's good. A lot of marriages break up. <laughs> they do. They do. We're celebrating our 16th wedding anniversary in June. Really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Neither one of you ever had an affair? No. I mean, I don't think he has. I hope he hasn't. But I'll tell you this. If he has, I don't want to know about it. Do not want to know. Not know. Absolutely. Ugh, what good can come from that? It's over and done with? You know, yeah. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to know if your husband was having an affair. <laughs> that wouldn't even interest me. <sighs> but you're like, huh? He does his thing. No, no, no. I God, like no. an hour a day. No. God, no. I, no. I wouldn't what are you doing during the hour? Are you just you're still at the sink? Because you're at your yes, house, I'm nothing at the really sink. changes. That's right. I'm at the sink. <laughs> just I'm cleaning just cleaning up, up the kitchen vacuuming. when I'm on the air. No, making some of your famous strudel. Yes, I make noodle pudding, not what, strudel. What, what was today's uh, show about? Uh, today I talked death penalty because that's just on my mm-hmm. mind. And, and, uh, weight loss I, and then tips? I had a, no, that was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I had Kat Von D on today also. I tape. done a tape with her, yeah. So what do you do? You just hit play and then you go back around the house and do stuff? No. Smoke cigarettes, hang out. I don't smoke. Start. E-cigarettes. No, those Vaporizers. things are ridiculous. Come on. Really? Yeah. I want to get on, on it. Not my vape? thing. Start vaping? No. Love to. Goop. Go. You into go? No. Mustard. And I would, no. Waxed? <laughs> in that earwax? I would if I had the equipment by my treadmill. I would walk on the treadmill and talk on the radio. I'd do that. Molly. That'd be fun. No, definitely not mine. <laughs> Coming up in the next hour. <laughs> Your sweaty videos. I saw one in the cab. Mm-hmm. And I was cracking up. I know. It's fine. It's all okay. But you're not in a gym. You're just uh, yeah, the, in you're in a bar or something. That it didn't one make wasn't sense. A bar. Yeah. 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 It was you. And who were you with? That one was Carson Kressley. Boy, you like the famous people, don't you? <laughs> Why a treadmill, not an elliptical? Or a... I like the treadmill more than the elliptical. <laughs> that's why. I enjoy the treadmill. It would Maybe really like a, be hard. Really a North Track. It's sponsored. I, I'm why a treadmill person. Huh? I like the bike, too. I go to SoulCycle. I spin. I was going to say I'm a weights? spinner, but that sounds dirty. What I do you do. bench right I, now? I don't bench. I look like you want spit HGH? on You want to cycle? Say it. Get, get strong. Funny. I will not do that. I'm not interested in that. It's legal. I'm a lady. Uh, what time? What time are you playing the uh, interview tomorrow? Someone listen to it. What, I, Jewel? I'm I want to say Jewel Monday. gets a fucking word she in does edgewise. a lot. She talks about why she's acting. She talks about writing songs. She acting. talks about her baby. You should a movie on Lifetime. Who will say? We talked about that soul. song. Mm-hmm. I, what when else is there to talk about? <laughs> so, 17 years since Who Will Save Your Soul. Yeah, I remember when it came out. I love that song. Yeah, you just gotten out of. The prison? No, what? waves. You were in Navy, in the Navy waves. <laughs> no, I was actually, <laughs> if you must know. Just turned back I to Kaiser. I believe I was newly engaged. Oh. Is what I believe is the case. And you were only sexually with three guys before your husband. Right. But all at the same time. Yes. Just like a <laughs> Just crazy, like that. It was just a crazy. G-bang, as you call Insanity. It. <laughs> it was super fun. Uh. Jennifer's here. Jennifer, you just go by Jennifer Hutt now. I go Stop. by Jenny Hutt. Not the whatever girls. No, Jenny Whereas, Hutt. Um, That's me. We didn't do a duet. I'm a little let down by the And uh-huh. you're still in the Martha Stewart channel? Or I'm where not. Are you at? The channel's gone. What are you on? Indie? I'm on Stars 106. Mm, I don't know them. They're a channel here at Sirius XM. Who, who else do they have? Judith Regan on the weekends. Oh, she's Martha good. Stewart's on that channel now. Oh, Middle of the day. Doctor Laura's Weird. on that channel. It's really not awkward. It's okay. It's all right. Has Martha reached out to you since this happened? No. Mm. To say what? I've run into her and then we kiss hello and move on. 
Oh, that's awkward. It's really okay. I look, not everybody stays business associates or friends forever, and mm-hmm. so we move on. Cold blooded. <laughs> so it's 106, the Menopause Network, and you've got. Hey, I am every, not in menopause. Well, I'm just saying that's what they call themselves. I'm 43. I get my period every month. Oh God! <laughs> what the? You're welcome. Know that. You are welcome for that. Oh jeez. Mm-hmm. What? Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and tonight you'll be on with Dr. Drew. What I time? will on HLN, 9 p.m. Eastern. Will you guys spend a little time talking about Kai? <laughs> it's unclear. Just bring him up briefly. <laughs> okay. Why, uh, with all the murders that take place, does that entire network just pay attention to one? Well, first Boston of all, the, let me tell you something. Boston happened. We have talked about. We have talked about the Boston bombings a little bit. We've talked about Errol Castro a little bit. There's another murder story coming up about Karen Carson, I think is her name, in Florida. The reason Jody Arias is such a big deal, I think, in part, is because of the brutality of the murder and the fact that there's that it's salacious and that most women feel like they have a little Jody Arias in her. Oh. Yeah, it's true. I just wrote a blog post about that. It's true. We um, all feel a little bit like, yeah, we've all been a little crazy over a guy. Tell me about the Carson Cressley murder. What took place there? (laughs) What happened there? Ron Bennington. I'm, what was I the other murder? Fall right into that trap. And a woman shot her boyfriend. And her name is Carson Carson. No, her name is Karen. Karen Carson, I believe. I think that's her name. You could look it up with with a C, I believe. I think. Mm. That's that the other guy. But I think the country. The country's obsessed. Also, Jody Harris is pretty. No one, I mean, no, a, no one was obsessed. A lot of people have been very interested in this. It's, yeah. It's yeah. I'm telling you. You don't care about any of the murders that take place in... I care about a ton. It's not my show. I'm I'm a participant. But why don't you say, you know what? There was 23 murders last weekend in the south side of Chicago. And it's awful. Why don't we care? Because they're black? Listen, we care. Racism. What? That's okay. How did I walk into this now? That's okay. This is just ridiculous. I'm friends with a lot of racists. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hmm. How right. mean is the Twitter sphere going to be today? No, it's going to be great All because right. you're doing a great job and you're over on 106 right. and I tonight am. you're on HLN. I am at 9 p.m. and at, I'm Twitter. I'm at Jenny Hutt. Yeah. That's me. And I, I brought this up before. Uh-oh. One time she texted me from the TV set. Oh. And I go, why? <laughs> I would, emailed you back. I, I, I saw I her on you. TV. And I forgot. I, yeah, I emailed something. I, I emailed And back. during... I know. It was and, during and, a break. It was a commercial I'm, I'm, break. No, I'm watching Drew talk and I see her like... Uh, and oh. Drew, Drew asked her two questions. She didn't even look up. Oh, my and God. It was a commercial break. By the way, I am a compulsive email responder and texter. If I'm emailed, I reply. It's crazy. I know. I but just you're do. on TV. Nothing could be it bigger. It was a commercial. It was okay. It was a commercial. I was excited to get an email from you. I was like, oh, my gosh. Ron Bennington got a reply. I like you, Ron. I do. Well, you know, we're all big fans of yours here, too. <laughs> yeah. You, why do you say that? Well, what's wrong? Why do you act like you're not liked? <laughs> When everybody oh, hated uh, yeah. the whatever girls, they hated you and your partner. Most of it had, like you said, it's because your partner didn't want you to talk to anybody or be friends, right? Well, I, I said in an act of solidarity, I think I didn't really make an effort to talk to many people outside of the two of us here. Right. And everyone's like, why do you do their show? They're such C's. And I go, yeah, they're C's until you get to know them. Yeah. C's like cute girls. Mm-mm. Oh, a um, word that I wouldn't say in front of a nice Jewish woman. Yes, that's me. I'm Jewish and a woman. So, um, right. <laughs> do we got to go to break here? But Maybe here's the thing: up. I do appreciate you stopping by. Thank you for having me. It it's was a joy fantastic. to see you. Fantastic. Thanks. 
Good to see you again, my friend. There you go. You're driving home now? No, I'm here for the till 11 o'clock tonight, or till 10 o'clock tonight. Oh, you're going to do the show out of here with uh, Drew? I do it in Time Warner. I go to CNN. That's where I go. So you can come in for that, but you can't come in for us. <laughs> it's a very long day. All right, here, because I won't say it on the air. Oh, no. I just want you to write what they pay for a week cost. Oh, no, I can't. I'm not Just gonna. for me, I swear to God, I would never say it on the air. No, I will not do that. It's two professionals. Nope, we'll not do it. All right, I'm going to put down a figure, <laughs> and you just say if it's more or less than, right? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. Just say I'm just curious. No, because it, cause it's not going to become a whole thing. More or less. It's not going to be a whole... It's not going to be a whole thing. I'm just not doing this now. We're go- I gotta go. You I'm don't leaving. have to. I'm just curious so I can find. Oh my- look, this is what I just got from my from my website from yeah. people listening to this show. You ready? Yeah. Give me a, a thumbs up or this down. This is from that. someone named Blowjobin, and it yeah. says, "You suck. Fuck you, and get off Ron and Fez. You attention whore, piece of shit." Mm. Sweet. Thank you. I'm, I feel very very loved. Uh, Blowjob is going to get a... <laughs> uh, prize pack? Yeah, nice prize pack. <laughs> got a nice t-shirt. And I think he should. Uh, by the way, I totally think he should. He Blowjob deserves it. Why, why would you even bring up the haters? Don't bring them up. It's okay. I'm. It's par for the course. Listen. You're giving them power. Look, I just got a text right. right now that said, oh, no. she's great on the show and I really enjoy her. He's not and looking gonna, at a phone. He's I'm looking gonna, at a piece of tin. And then I'm going to write that person back. Thank you. She'll be back. Mm-hmm. So you you're going over to Time Warner tonight. A little bit later, yeah. I first have to go get myself put together. Where, where do you do that at? Um, today I'm going to go to th- someone on 33rd Street is going to do my makeup. Really? Mm. How long does that take? Two hours. So, 40 minutes. Uh, thumbs I'm up or down I'm not doing this. i got to go. Love you. So it's got to be in between the two go. figures that I put. Uh-uh, but i got to go. Got to go. I'm not, I can't. Lower or higher? I'm not going to do this now. I'm not playing this game, sir. You already Bennington. started playing it. Finish it out. No, I just finished it out. I'm not playing it. Look, I'm going to just write a new Hicks. figure down. Pepper Hicks. I'm out. That's me. I'm not even looking. Look at the bottom. I'm not even looking. I'm not even looking. <laughs> 30 bucks for the week. That's what I have. I'm not looking. Lucky. More or less than 30 bucks. It's about 30 bucks. All right. That's not bad. It's good. It's fun. It's good. I really, I, I like the experience I'm having. Metro card. Well, you're, yeah. uh, you're doing great stuff, and I know that you want to... Get yourself out there and, and have more and more people know you. <laughs> You'll be so happy when everyone knows you. I'm, that will give me happiness and peace. That would it be terrific. Will. I hope so. It something will. will. It would be cool if something gave me peace. <laughs> yeah. You're not happy with your family? I love my family, but I'm but just one of those people. Peace. I'm just one of those people that has that like chronic dissatisfaction in life. Right, they're way. not enough. They're, I can understand. Maybe if they were better, if your husband was better and your kids I love were better. My husband, I love my kids. Listen, but not Ron, enough to I'm stay not there. the type of person. Of course, I'm staying there. I'm just not. I don't pretend that life is always hunky dory or ever hunky dory. For me, it's not. I'm just not wired that way. So I keep going and trying to figure it out. Did something happen to you when you were a kid? Something did, but not like dramatic. Nothing awful. Well, you, we know this already. A man made me touch his penis, but beyond that, nothing really. Was that man Doctor Drew? He was not. Was he a doctor? No. Was it a guy that you knew? No. Did you like it at the time? It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. No. Then it's fine if you liked it. I didn't like anything. Were you like <sighs> this? <laughs> I'm not happy in second grade. <laughs> Indeed. Get a hold of Paulo for me, too. I told him I let him do his review today. 
Anyway, I'm going to let you go and okay, get all good. made up. But Thank it, you. And I'll be watching you tonight at 9 o'clock. I'm going to turn off the last yeah. office ever. The <laughs> Do not. farewell office episode. Listen, watch me at midnight. Don't wa- I would watch The Office if I were you. And then, and then tune in to Dr. Drew later. I'm going to turn off The Office mm-hmm. and see what you guys still think. It's still going to be the same topic, this woman? Yeah, because today the families are are asking for death, essentially, is what's happening. So it's a bit like the Hunger Games. I really, I, I don't care if they kill her or not. I understand that. I understand that. So, anyway. Well, it's great to see you again. Thank you for having me on today. Okay. Peace out, people. Take care. There she goes. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. She's the best. Oh, yeah. Um... Now she acts like we don't like when she comes by, but it, obviously we do. It she'll be weird. tonight. We'll be on HLN tomorrow. She'll be on one oh six. In every cab in New yeah. York City. No, yeah, she's in. Uh, you can't get into a cab without seeing her. Okay, she's bye great. Guys. Goodbye, all right, bye bye. There she goes. Kind of smelled like whiskey when she was in here. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all smell like whiskey. That's what's getting ready for the show to the HLN is tying one on. Mm. Well, the important thing is tonight they're going to crush the office. It's unmasked. A week from tomorrow with special guest Jeffrey Tambor. Of course, you know him from Arrested Development, The Larry Sanders Show, and the only actor to ever play four different characters with the show Three's Company. That is Unmasked a week from tomorrow. Go to the Intero Bank to see how you can be part of the studio audience. He played four different characters on Three's Company? I didn't know that. Um, Paulo wanted to talk to us in his life is in fact a movie and it's a it's a movie of his life that he directs and produces Polo, he life's a movie from the legendary Warner Fest Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood Warner Fest presents Showtime with the Polo hey Polo, you life's a movie Polo, you life's a movie, I love you guys I just wanted to call in just to say that I absolutely love the Star Trek movie. You're uh, the only reviewer I heard say that, Paul. That's not true at all. But, I mean, that's neither neither here nor there. I'm not a Trekkie or a Trekker or whatever that is. So I can come to it, you know, uh, like a virgin. So it's not it's not like I can't. So you're acting like you, you have no opinions of any of the previous movies or TV series. I, of course I do. I have but then how are you coming like a virgin? For, uh, Paul, let me just say this up. You're calling me very defensive on the verge of being offensive today. Really? Yeah. Why can't we just have a conversation without okay. it being all cranky? Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. I will, I will, I will mellow out. I'll Thank take you. It, I'll take a drag. I know you were very unhappy with your last time on the show. I feel like that's carried over onto this time. I I wasn't unhappy with it. I just I'm I'm not unhappy with what happened on the show. I'm unhappy with myself. And so I mean that's what what's carrying. So you wrote to me later that night and said that you were shaky over what happened on the show. No, I, I no, I said I'm shaky. I'm shaky personally. That's mm. all it is. 
So, I mean, I don't think it had anything to do with the time on the show. I mean, that's why I just wanted to focus on, on the Star Wars, uh, because, uh, the Star Trek. See, now you don't even know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> well, it's funny, because I was just watching a Jimmy Kimmel bit with J.J. Uh, Abrams, and of course, he's doing the new Star Wars movie, and so it's getting all mixed up to a mm. certain extent. They, they, you know, they had a whole bit with Shatner and and uh, and Billy D. Williams and the whole thing. And, you know, it was it was funny. Now here, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson gave his opinion, and he said Star Trek over Star Wars, and that Star Wars has never even made an attempt at science. And I've had this conversation on the show before, where I said that you could not call Star Wars science fiction. It's just well, not it's, science fiction. It's fantasy, like uh, the Lord of the Thrones that you watch, Chris. Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, two different... Uh... Same thing. Right. By I the way, I want to do a quick spy report here oh, no. and tell you that there's um, tornadoes all over in Texas. Uh, at least six people were killed from the Texas tornadoes, also known as Kerry Von Erich. All right, to get back to your point, Paulo, if yeah. you had to pick between Star Wars and Star Trek, who would you pick? Well, I think Degrassi makes a very good point, and that is, is that Star Trek is rooted in our reality. It's it's based. Uh, it's an Earth based. It's got uh, human beings. It's human beings. It's Earth is is you know the the home base. Whereas Star Wars, we really don't know where the hell it is. We have no clue where the hell that is. And there's never been a... Well, it was in a galaxy long ago and far away. They're all right. dead. They're all Everyone dead. that you're looking at is dead. Even Chewie. And they're, Especially they're Chewie. The birth of the... Uh, the birth of, so there is that definite thing. Uh, can we... We have no point of reference, no frame of reference in which to judge what's going on there. Uh, Hicks, did you also said that you never liked Star Wars? Were you Star Trek or Star Wars? Um, overall, I'm, I enjoy Star Trek Next Generation more than I ever enjoyed the uh, Star Wars movies. So it's Next Generation for you. That's uh, Picard. <laughs> yeah, it's Picard. I'm a Picard guy, over, even over Kirk. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson prefers Kirk over Picard. He said the weirdness that went on there. <laughs> Come on. And he goes, you cannot count on Picard. He takes too long to make a decision. Kirk would make him fast. And maybe not they're, all, they're, not, maybe they're not always right. Now, Matty Ice, none of this is your generation, so you don't care about any of it. I've, I've seen Star Trek. I've seen Star Wars. I'm never a fan of either of them. You like Angry Birds. You think that that's the best <laughs> movie you've ever seen. I do not like Angry I, Birds. When it comes to science fiction, who do you like? I've never been... Big fan of science fiction at all, really. None never, at all. It's never been my thing. Do you even like science fact? Do you like NASA? Yeah, NASA's fun. Okay, How good. about Rollerball? It's like science fiction and sports. First or second? <laughs> second one with Frank Prince Jr. No way. First Rollerball. With James Conn, one of the great films of all time. Second one, unwatchable. Oh, Moon Pie was amazing. That poor... I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Spoil it for Paul O. He doesn't watch those kind of movies. Not true. I watch it well. The the fact is is that when you think about these seventies movies like Rollerball and and the Star Trek franchises, they the whole way they're filmed uh, is totally different than we we film today. They're much more leisurely paced, character driven, and it's and today everything is is 
is so today the kids are in the room they got their atari going on i mean let's face it that's not a room it's a vacation Believe me. They're Betamax players. When I was a kid, we'd have two trash can lids, and we considered that summer fun. Nowadays, yeah, these kids, they go in there, they got their Walkmans, and they're in their bedrooms, and it's like you sent them away to a day spa. And, I mean, I, I have to give them credit for the, for the movie, uh, J.J. Abrams and company, <laughs> Cleons. that... They were able to keep as much fun and character-driven stuff in the movie on top of the intense action that they were able to pack in there. So they did have a good balance, I think. Is there I mean, any parts be... of the movie that are just like a close-up of a vagina? <laughs> oh. There are parts of things that I couldn't identify that could be a vagina. A vagina. <laughs> All right, this got sent to me, Chris. Kirk is a cowboy. Picard is a soldier. Would you agree with that? I'd say I'd say um, Kirk is a cowboy, definitely. But Carter always felt more of just maybe not a soldier, but a, a thinker, more of a general type. General would be a soldier. All right, then yeah, that, that is accurate. Now you you've got soul, but you're not a soldier. Well, I got plenty of soul. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Uh, so you think that this should make a movie club this weekend? Hicks, are you going to see it? Are you going to see the new Star Wars? I'm going to check it out. I'm mm. going to check out Star Wars. It's not Star Trek. Is Picard in it? No. I wish. I wish Picard was in it. All right. So this weekend, uh, Star Trek movie club will go up. It's going to be a explosion-filled good time, right, Paul? It's, it's a good time. Again, the big issue is if you get an audience full of those guys who, whatever you call them, trekkers, trekkies, nerdy gets <laughs> guys. There's going to be fights in the place. I mean, you know, there's going to be people arguing and fighting outside the theater. What are they fighting about? They're fighting about the things that they care about in their soul about this franchise. All right, can I tell you my big problem with the franchise? Yeah. Uh, it's the jumpsuits, the gay jumpsuits. That's <laughs> true. The yellow shirts and the red shirts. I mean, they're onesies. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's the future. You need a jumpsuit. They, they've got, hey, done mean, away with pants. He literally has to tell someone in the movie, oh, you're changing jobs. You need to go change your shirt from from blue to red. Well, yeah, it's I like mean, any, any uh, like carnals or whatever. What's I mean, even the... Different ranks, different ranks, different ranks. Different the ranks job for different is colors. more important. You shouldn't be changing shirts before you have to do. Medical officers are, officers are in blue. Communication officers are in yellow, and then command officers are in a burgundy. All right. At least that was the next generation. It's like Scientology or something. <laughs> but, but Scientology copied that off the military. This is a military film, and you're not surprised that you know someone would say. Dress your rank. I'd no one say, would s except say like, "Oh, the the general's here. He's in a fucking tank top and some cutoffs." You, couldn't he wait? I mean, say, "Oh no, you can do what you got to do now, and then later, you know, you'll get your uniform." No, go change now. It was crazy. You, you felt like it was terrible. No, I just thought that that's a crazy thing to have to. I mean, that whole military 
idea of uniforms and, and shirts, to me, is not the job. It's not what you have to do. I mean, you're in the middle of a tense situation. You shouldn't have to go change your shirt. But wouldn't you be surprised if you saw, I don't know, Patton come out in a T-shirt? And yeah, but like, you know yeah. what? If he's, if he's shooting at an airplane, that's more important than going to change his shirt. I don't know. They spend a lot of time worrying about how you're going to keep your uniform in the military. I mean, look, Patton loved his uniforms. There's no question about that. But still, there are priorities. He came up with something for tank commanders that they were going to be wearing football helmets, and they turned them down. He was really pissed about it. All right, since we're talking science fiction, uh, we've got a lifeboat sent in to us um, by Brian Baker. Now, I will tell you this. Out of all the people sitting here, Brian Baker puts more thought into stuff like lifeboat than any of you fellas. Oh. This is going to be a lifeboat about scientific minds. This is all people who brought about the advancement of science. Here we go. Four of these people, only room on three for the lifeboat. Here are the three people who moved across the sciences. Sir Isaac Newton, Albert Einstein, Galileo, and Leonardo da Vinci. Each one of them has moved the science is along. One of them won't be on the lifeboat. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This, I now believe to be the most difficult lifeboat we've ever done. The, all four of these men were, are needed in their time. And, and beyond their time. Yeah. It's, there's other issues besides whether they were needed. There's other issues. It's, it's also how they interacted with the culture at times. For instance, I probably would put Galileo on the lifeboat, I mean, off the lifeboat, except he really had to make a stand against religious intolerance at that time. And I think that was a major part of what his contribution was. Is that what was his stand? Going into the fucking cellar? <laughs> I'm just saying. I think, yeah, he didn't know, do anything. He actually got pushed around by him, right? Right, exactly. He was, he had to make a stand, basically saying, "This is I know. I mean, I I have verified this is true," and yet it, he had to make a stand against the the entire uh, religious structure at the time. Um, all right. So you're going to keep Galileo on your lifeboat. I I, I haven't decided yet. This is a tough. Okay, question. you I haven't decided yet. Chris Stanley, I know you also have a scientific mind. Oh, very much so. You went to Brooklyn 
Technical School. Brooklyn Technical High School in lovely Fort Greene, Brooklyn. And what did you major? <sighs> liberal arts. Well, no, yeah, liberal arts. Um, it's going to be a tough one to see who gets voted off this time, and I do not know which way I would go. Um, I'll give. Well, I mean, I have, go ahead. I have thoughts on Newton too, but okay. What's your thoughts on Newton? Well, here's Newton. I mean, Newton is a is a is a very big figure in our mind. But there are so many scientific figures that were as instrumental as Newton. It's just that they're not as well known today. And in some respects, I'm not sure if Newton. Uh, and you know, Newton went crazy towards the end. I mean, he he reminds me of this other guy, Emanuel Swedenborg, who they basically went totally nuts at the at the. Um, in, the, in their well, 50s, didn't he just started... try to come up with gold out of lead? Wasn't that a Newton yeah, deal? Just, like alchemy was, or whatever. Yeah. doing Bible codes and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm not, I, I, I might want to put Newton off, but I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about it. Um, it's weird how math makes the brain go crazy. Yeah, it does, because you leave this reality. Here's Blair in Texas. Blair, where are you going? You know, you can't say Newton was crazy for believing the Bible codes and the alchemy, because that was the science of the time. But when you look at it, the man came up with the model for classical physics. and It's Newtonian physics is the name of it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He came up with physics that everything until Einstein was based on. So Newton, you have to put him on there first. And then you go with Einstein and you got uh, everything up there until... He came up with the calculus that modeled everything Gosh. until the uh, quantum physics came around in the 20th century. Newtonian physics is still what you refer to when you model large bodies. Everything until the quantum level, you know, clearly he was wrong about a lot of stuff. What was he wrong about? Well, I'm just saying that as time goes on, science reinvents itself, and they, you know, they they will uh, totally adapt with Newton. Of course, but the models that Newton came up with in the... you got to stand on shoulders. And those are definitely the first. So, uh, Blair, who are you getting rid of? Uh, I'm going to have to get rid of uh, Galileo first because yes, he uh, he did come up with a lot of good uh, a lot of good uh, models, but just I think he's more famous for standing up to the Catholic Church and being excommunicated, and for his uh, demonstration at the Pisa Tower than he really is for his uh, what he went to science. I got to say, Newton is a much bigger figure in history than but in a way, damn near anybody. Uh, here's uh, Mark. You're on the Run and Fez show. Important. Yes, you throw that Italian motherfucker Galileo off. The Polish Copernicus is the one that discovered that the uh, Earth revolves around the sun. Here well, is Corey in Texas. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, I gotta throw off Einstein because of, I mean he you know contributed a lot, but he also led the the pathway to the atomic bomb, which is probably a bad thing. And also he was a dick to his wife too. I heard. Um, everybody's a dick to their wife. You can't ever judge a man by that. Um, Bob in Georgia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, uh, Da Vinci, wasn't he more of an artist and inventor, whereas the other three unearthed uh, physical and mathematical concepts? You, you know? re- yeah, you really can say that a lot of Da Vinci's work was in engineering. 
Right. Uh, and, and in a way, he never actually uh, implemented any of that stuff. He sort of kept it to himself, a lot of it. You know, it's like... Which, it, in a lot know, of ways, is even more impressive because he was starting from ground zero with everything that he was doing. And he was right, really, it, you know, a polymath. He was involved in so many different things. But you can't say that even the bridge of art and science is one of the most important things that we've ever done. And he was the first person to dissect human beings. Nobody was doing that before. It was considered, um, you know, kind of devil's work by the church. So he had to come back and oh, I'm interested for painting. But then he went through and piece by piece put together where the muscles and organs went in the body. At that point, nobody had any idea. And they say, even to look at that stuff today, it's amazing. Uh, the work that he did. But I will agree that a lot of it is engineering instead of mathematics. Uh, Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, Ronnie. Um, yeah, just like you were saying, Da Vinci, he did push a lot of the sci medical sciences, engineering. Uh, people did see what he was up to, especially the Medici family that he designed all those weapons for. People had to come up with stuff to counteract them. So he, he basically pushed the weapons field. Without Newton, there is no advanced mathematics. Galileo is the one I throw over the side. Galileo got beat Chris up. Stanley, it's time for you to get involved in this. Okay. Um, Galileo and Newton and Einstein, physics guys. What makes the Da Vinci unique is that biology and engineering. It's forgotten about. It's not, it's not as just like the hardcore straight sciences, physics and astronomy or whatever. Right. But Da Vinci's there because those that's science too. is biology. Da Vinci's safe. Newton Galileo were the fathers of science. That's what they've been called. Fathers of science at a time when they were just persecuted and just beat down. Who's getting the boot? Mr. Albert Einstein. Because Jesus. without these three men... Jesus. Albert Einstein... You know, this has never been said in history. Albert no Einstein. one ever said that Albert Einstein's out. I am. I will kick him off the boat myself, and I'll hang out with Galileo, Newton, and Da Vinci. Why don't you jump off the boat and do better for the universe and let all four of those guys in? Nope, they're stuck with me. <laughs> me and Newton almost have the same hair. I'm going to go to somebody who I trust, uh, mainly because he studied in Red Hook, Brooklyn. <laughs> and he brings a street thing to this argument that we don't get from most people. Pips, you know the people. You know the lifeboat. Da Vinci, Galileo, Newton, and Einstein. Somebody's got to go, and it's up to you, Pips. Well, Galileo's got to stay. He's the one who pretty much started the scientific revolution. He's the one pushing it through. Oh. Einstein I like because he... Worked with other people to pretty much end World War II. He made the bomb. Hmm. You disagree with me on that one? <laughs> no, I mean, some people think of that as a negative, but okay. <laughs> See, that or invade Japan. I don't know which one would be worse. Um, I'm throwing off Leonardo da Vinci. Wow. Wow. He made a tank. In what year was it? Or the, the plans for one? 
I think it was the early 1960s. <laughs> way before that. Oh, it was? Okay. Way, way, yeah, way before. I thought he was around in the 60s. I'm thinking some other motherfucker from my neighborhood. Like 1500. His name was Leonard. <laughs> he used to drive around in this really big fucking Cadillac. <laughs> I always get those guys confused. Um, let's go over to Peter in Brooklyn. You're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, Galileo's got to go because I think of the four, he's the one whose work would have been uh, covered by others. Or, you know, it's a very good uh, point. Contemporaries would have you know, developed the same sort of stuff in a reasonable amount of time. Newton, totally safe, not only for physics, but calculus. Einstein completely changed the world. And Da Vinci, he did everything. He was 500 years uh, in, uh, ahead of the pack in all kinds of different ways. There was so many different ways. And then one, one, while he was doing it, he would come up with like new fireworks and cool costumes for people to wear. I mean, he was fucking crazy. He used to throw raves. Just a genius. And probably more than a genius, something else. There probably isn't even a word for it to what that guy was doing. Super genius? Yeah, that's the word that works. Okay. I just, just invented a fucking new phrase today. Super genius. Um, John, Pittsburgh, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, Einstein's got to go. I mean, the other three got to stay. Einstein, after his theory of relativity, he went into obscurity. He didn't create the bomb. Oppenheimer and that group created the bomb. Yeah, but based on the work that he had done. But yeah, you're right. He did not sit down and engineer the bomb. Uh, Drew, you're on the Running Fest show. Yeah, you know, I had to throw out Einstein. I mean, that sounds crazy, but the other guys grew up inventions forever. Mm. Whereas, whereas Einstein came up with the bomb, man. And that's a, I don't think that's a good thing. That's where Pips disagrees with you. He loved it. More nukes. Mike, you're on the running face show. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. All right. Einstein's got to be on the boat because he basically disproved everybody before him simply with E equals MC squared. Previously, before Einstein, the theory was nothing could be created or destroyed. By that one tiny formula, he proved that matter could be destroyed into raw energy. But even more important, Based on the law of equality, sure, e equals mc squared, but now e divided by c squared equals m. That means that's the God formula. That's how matter is created. That's, that's going to blow everybody's mind for years to come. Yeah, Einstein's it's a mindfuck. You bet it is. But remember this. Einstein did get divorced. So, I mean, if, if you're looking at somebody who's getting married, you got to ask him, do you really think you're smarter than Albert Einstein? Yeah, that is true. Even Einstein couldn't pull that up. But they said he also, the reason why he got divorced is he was a coxman. He beat it up. Hey. He was the man. Did you ever hear that old joke? What's the smartest thing to ever come out of a woman's mouth? Albert Einstein's cock. You know who wrote that joke? Who? Albert fucking Einstein. <laughs> Oh, he wrote it as my dick. <laughs> and he used to always grab his fucking dick like that. That's where I got it <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucking swing it. Do you know how many people send me clips of other people saying dick and saying you got it from there? Someone even sent me 
Dave. And Dave said like this, Dick. <laughs> Drives oh, me nuts. So that's it. That's it. I got it. Well, I'm telling you, the callers are impressing me today. Polo? Yes. You got to make yours now. I, got, I definitely will. First of all, I have to ask one question. What is the purpose of the life book? Are we hanging out? Are we going to an island and then hanging out? Or are we trying to save mankind or something? I mean, Polo, it's, it's any purpose you want to give it. This part oh, okay. of it shouldn't be hard. But I would like some people to tweet this to Neil deGrasse Tyson and see what he would do. And some other scientists. Let's see if we can get scientists involved with this. Send okay, the tweets my, out my, to them. Yeah, uh, my thoughts are that it'll be Da Vinci going out. Mm. Based on your anti-Italian thing? No, not at all. I love the Italians. The thing is, is that um, I think all of the other three had a major effect on science long-standing. Where I don't know, again, Da Vinci was so brilliant, and so it, it, it was almost like he was isolated, and people didn't catch up with him for uh, hundreds of years. How was that possible? Clearly, nobody knew what the hell was going on, and therefore he was not influential. I don't think influential is the only thing about it, though. And a lot of his influence even came years and years later. But he's incredibly influential as a way to live a life. When you look back at him and you think there is a guy who was really involved in his environment with his life. I'm going to do something that no one has done in, in history and discuss this with the manager of a hard rock cafe. And see what they think. <laughs> Johnny, how are you? I'm good, boys. How are you? I'm a wreck over this one. Uh, it is. Brian Bailey put this together, and it's actually too hard for me to play. I, I, we're sitting here in in my office here, and there's four of us in there and in here, and we just like all right. Someone's like immediately says Galileo, and I said, well, how could you do that? Because what did he do? Well, how are you going to navigate? You got stars, navigation. Da Vinci, probably the greatest inventor. Uh, of all time. I just was watching something the other day with Bill Gates who paid $30 million right. for the notebook that that he, you know, for, for Da Vinci's notebook. And they he were got shit stuff. out of there, too, and he's been working on it. Yeah. I mean, and then Einstein is the theory of relativity, and, all, and what he did, that that's all mo- what modern, where we are now, is all based on. So that leaves you with Newton, but how do you get rid of him with gravity? I mean, what the hell? Who came up with this? It's it's like an unsolvable Rubik's cube. It's tough. You got to make who's, a call. Who's leading right now? Right now, they're throwing out Da Vinci. How, you can't see that. And that's based on just an anti-Italian thing. Yeah. What the fuck? You just because he's Italian, I'm throwing out the guy who's in third place right now. Sir Isaac Newton is gone off of my. Wow. Place. Oh God. I hope he could swim. Einstein. Uh, you know, gravity, gravity, he will, he'll discover gravity because he may not sink. He may have to swim. I, I just, I think That's Newton like, is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to keep the Italians and Einstein. I don't I just, how do you get rid of Einstein, the greatest mind of the modern era? All right, thanks, Johnny. All right, boys. I drowned him in his sleep. Out of kindness. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't feel great about it, kicking them off. So. If I was going to get rid of Einstein, I'd blow him up in a nuclear explosion. Ironic. Um, if it was Da Vinci, AIDS, because he was. Uh, 
You think, I thought you went both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, but man. mainly. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Newton, obviously, I have him choke on an apple. And Galileo, I would actually try to force him into a telescope until he smothered to death. The Inquisition for Galileo. Brian Baker came up with this. Uh, and as I said before... Uh, he puts more thought into this program than any of the people who are actually in this room. Brian Baker sends sends stuff to the editor like Fez was talking about earlier today. Good man. Great stuff. Good man, Brian Baker. I'd like to dedicate the song Baker Street to him, if I could. You can. Um, Ted, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Albert Einstein had one advantage over everybody else, that he had other brilliant minds to bounce his theories off of and teachers to learn from, whereas the other guys were essentially Ronnie B in that room full of idiots, just coming up with everything off the top of their heads that nobody even heard of before. Right. But did one of them try to stop when he was riffing and keep throwing stuff out right in the middle of something that could have become legendary? Hmm. Um, George and PA, you're on the Run of Fez show. Um, well, first of all, you got to keep Da Vinci because he, he's, uh, his line of thinking is a basis for anyone who, uh, you know, with scientific curiosity. It's uh, such a great point that hasn't come up before. And as a matter of fact, it was shat upon by Paul O. Is like the, the way that he kept notebooks is what a lot of young people go, okay, this is the way to live a scientific life. Yes, yeah. I, um, I feel he's isolated from the rest of humanity. You've I think said it a, 900 he, times, below. So a, go ahead. Crazy this, guy. this is George's time. But, well, I, I just I think, you know, you, you, like I said, he's the basis. Uh, Newton, um, he, he unified a lot of the principles and ideas that were out at the same time. But he put them in one in one coherent thought in all of the you know laws of physics. Um, Einstein just you know was just so far out there that uh, no one you know we'd still probably be looking into his ideas and still wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. I think and so Galileo is probably the most likely uh, person that would have uh, been eclipsed by someone else. That would have been, you know, replaceable by someone else. He's replaceable. One of the three, yeah. In fact, um, the way that this would have been easy, same four names, but you add a Roger Ebert. Then you could say, really, what did he do? (laughs) He reviewed movies. Film criticism. Even Paul O could have done that. (laughs) And you're wrong to call what Roger Ebert did criticism. It was summarizing. What about this, the rank, the ranking system? This was his way of... This is the way that he would critique... Um, give me a famous movie. Godfather. All right. 
some kid comes back from the war and his dad's running a mafia and he doesn't want anything to do with it. But then when his dad gets shot, he goes over to the hospital and he sees that they're going to kill his dad. So he goes and kills these other two da- guys. Then he went to Italy and Apollonia blew up. So no. when he came back, Why would he say that? his brother got all upset and went over to this toll booth and got shot really bad. So he was like really upset about that. And then later he got all the people, including uh, his own brother's wife. I give it two thumbs up. That's how his reviews read. Here's what I saw, and I'll just tell you. It's almost like when a little kid sees something and tells you. Um, here's Jason. You're on the Run Fest show. Hi, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough one, uh, no doubt. But I'm going to have to say Da Vinci gets uh, thrown off the boat. On what? And, uh, well, basically, his genius wasn't really... Uh, he wasn't looked at as a genius until after he died. While Most of his inventions while he was alive uh, were weapons of war. He was uh, His engineering prowess was uh, uh, used for... Um, uh, nobility to build weapons of war. The the the, uh, the crossbow was invented by large crossbow invented by Da Vinci. Uh, uh, a helicopter, uh, hundreds of years uh, uh, previous, he has a sketch of. But that's how he paid for his life was to was weapons of war. And not until later, after he died, was he thought of as a, as a genius. Whereas all these other guys, uh, Galileo and uh, Newton. And Einstein were revered as geniuses during their lifetime. That's basically why I'm where I'm going to have to go with it. All right. Uh, he makes a really good point that he did design a lot of weapons. Even though he himself was a pacifist, he could not not answer and make things better, even if they were bad things. He I'm had it himself once he got obsessed with something to keep working on it. I'm going to have to watch that show, Da Vinci's Demons, now. I'm really going to have to find out what his demons Matty are. Matty Ice, it's up to you. It's up to me. All right. I'm going to save Da Vinci first, because he was so out there, so ahead of his time, so in everything, that it's just, he's a little bit crazy, and it's interesting. I'm going to go with Einstein next, because he extended everything. He was the modern man. And then I think the one I'm going to kick out is going to be Galileo. Just because I think Newton did a little bit more. And Galileo's off a lifeboat. Feel bad for him. He's drowning now. This has been a very, very tough one. But he can navigate, so it's fine. I will, uh, yeah. He might be one of the few people that can survive <laughs> this thing. Survive his time on the lifeboat. Um, da Vinci looks like he's not going to make it, according to what's going on here. And I know a lot of it is based on science rather than engineering, biology. Uh, it's more to do with math and physics. I'm going to say first uh, Newton and Einstein. I think that goes without saying. Now it's between Galileo and Da Vinci. And I'll base this on this. Which one would I be able to do easily? He told me once that, that the fucking telescope was already done. I couldn't take a peek up there and write down what I saw. 
He made it better. I did that when I was a little kid. Galileo, you're out. You See, look through a fucking telescope. So what? See in hell, Galileo. You, you know, there is another point to look at. You know, who No, there isn't, Paul. That's done. No. I mean, right, here's Brian. Brian in Ohio. You're on the Run of Fez show. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the movie Wonderlust falls out where my dick comes from. That has come up a couple of times and you said no. No, it definitely wasn't that. Definitely not. I actually do want to hear from Brian Baker on this. I don't know whether it's possible for him to call during the show today. If not, I want you to post it up there. Um, Brian Baker started this whole mess. Okay, he has posted some things. Now, here's what he says. I created this list, and I still can't figure out who to throw off. That's cheating. I'd rather not throw somebody off. You gotta make a choice, Baker. Here's his song. It's Baker Street. Jerry Rafferty singing directly into the face of Brian Baker. This might be the most laid-back fucking song ever done, huh? It sounds like the guy's drifting off to sleep as he's singing it. He all but yawns. Who's producing this thing? Should have been in his face some more. Let's go, dude. I know you're tired. Hey, Rafferty, get it together. Hey, Rafferty's my dad. Call me Jerry. <laughs> I think this guy's dead, right? Jerry Rafferty? Two years ago, he died. That's right. Did you just stuck in the middle? Was he part of Steeler's Wheel? Yep. Oh, there's that great fucking shot in Philly of the baby in the train tracks. The mother stopped paying attention to the baby is in the stroller and it starts to roll for the train tracks. And of course, you can see her, but nobody, you know, the mother couldn't. Paulo. Paulo. I'm sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, get off the phone. All right, we're going to move okay. on. Okay, one thing, though. You can throw Da Vinci off because he's MacGyver of his day. He'll survive. See you. Everything's got to be a joke with him. <laughs> uh, Nolan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, uh, this is Nolan from Nebraska. Uh, there's a Foo Fighters cover of uh, this same Jerry Rafferty song, and it is the only cover or cover that I've ever liked better than the original. And I love this Jerry Rafferty song. You only think that it's the only cover that you like better than the original. There are tons yeah. of them, and most people don't even know what they are. 
tons of songs that the person uh, who put this, who actually covered this song, made it more popular, and actually approved upon it. We ought to have a list for that tomorrow. And let me look around the room and see who could make the list. Well, already, Chris Stanley goes to himself. Do a, come on, give it to me. I see Fez raising a hand. <laughs> I'm going to make a decision, much like the one from Lifeboat today. Uh, I want you two to look at each other yeah. and know that this is not personal, okay? All right. One of you knows music better than the other, and that person yeah. is neither one of you. <laughs> it's Foggy Otis, who I will give the assignment to. Love because Foggy. the Foggy Otis's, the Brian Bakers, yeah. they're the future. What? I'm all over the future, man. Just call me Time Cop. You would be going from here first off or you get. Time you cop. are sharpening your knives and forks. I don't even have knives or forks. If terrestrial radio d didn't have its head up to its ass, you would have been gone years ago. <laughs> Foggy Otis, Brian Baker, they're all about to love it. Here is, here is much of a, you're no different than Jennifer whatever. Whatever's Jen? She's trying to drop the whatever part of it. Never. She'll always be whatever Jennifer to me. She's just Jenny. Am I going to take it to the limit? No, we got to break one more time. But can I take it to the limit one more time? Can't take it to the limit one more time. Got to break. Why don't I break and we'll come back and get into some of these stories we haven't paid attention to today. And I just want to say, uh, Brian Baker, great job. Da Vinci, I'm sorry, buddy. Unless there's a rally somehow. And some people said they've sent this out to some scientists, Kaku, and it would be interesting to hear from them. Because let's face it, Tyson is going to know more. Or Brian Greene is going to know more than us. They may not even like the idea of an experiment where one scientist must drown. It's, kind of, it's a snuff experiment where, like, Tyson's given a gun. Tyson's got a gun. So I guess his dad was molesting him or something? <laughs> well, it was a weird story out of whatever Jenny today. I rubbed a dick when I was little. Out of nowhere. I didn't even know it. I know. It was a stranger. She was actually showing how like she had it up over her face like that. I think she kind of liked it. I don't think kind of? Or 100% liked it. Not traumatic at all. I always got to watch her because she's ready to uh, just break into tears. Weird. I forgot tonight's the uh, last office. It's over after this. You know. I don't think it was the last of week's episode. I don't really know if you remember the last Cheers, the last MASH, the last Seinfeld. The buildup would be tremendous. And the people in the media, uh, you know, had taken these beloved shows and they were just screaming, what are we going to do with that? You're not getting any of that with the office. Because well, people know it's past its prime. It's been past it's gone its prime. Out. All those other shows were past their prime, at least by a season. I guess at least some of them a couple seasons. The match was on the air for 11 years and had the biggest send-off ever. You know that it wasn't as good in the 11th year as it was in the third. You forget that because you hate The Office so much. I've grown to hate The Office, though I did jump back in this season. 
Speaking of hate the office, I saw Gawker was taking some shots at Ricky Gervais today, and there was a very kind of uh, ugly interview, I thought, that GQ gave Ricky Gervais. It was a little blowback, and I'm going to say I'm warranted. Wow. I still find Gervais to be a very, very funny man. And some people just get bored with the popularity and start to attack. Do what I call Matty Ice fucking journalism. Yeah, Sporty Spice style. Matty Ice, if this fucking series comes down to Indiana versus Memphis, it will be the end of national basketball. They will. That will be the lowest watched series ever. It'll be a good series. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter the NBA. But no, no one will watch. Two no one's going to watch Indiana Memphis. No. Two tiny markets without stars. This is the first time the Grizzlies have been this far, right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> it's correct. That's why you got to hope for New York yeah, Knicks, baby. Come on. No superstars straight. either. It's happened nine times. It's not happening. Or eight times. It's not it's happening. They are the worst team. I, I called it. I said Knicks to seven. I'm glad you called it. You're wrong. Will you shave your head if you're wrong? The Knicks talk. I can't. I don't have that much faith in the Knicks. Okay. That's all we want. So you were shouting for no reason. Let's break, Chris. Yeah. We'll come back and wrap up this show. It's a Ron and Fez show. You're enjoying the Ron and Fez show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments. It's the Hopper from Dish Network. People, you are getting more than just a DVR system. You're getting a brand new best friend. The Hopper. The Hopper will always be there for you now, no matter where you go, because you can program live and recorded television and then play it off of your tablet, smartphone, or laptop. Your best friend, The Hopper, will be with you wherever you go, and you can watch your TV where you want it and when you want it. If you have your tablet, take it into any room of the house. That turns that room into a TV room. Watch things at the office. Never miss miss a live sporting event again because you're going to be right there with your pal the hopper from dish network it lets you turn any room into a tv room with your tablet laptop or smartphone and the other guys can't do this cable companies face it they just let you down they break your heart only the hopper allows you to watch all your live and recorded tv anywhere here's the number to call just call 1-800-WATCH-TV today and get yourself the hopper from dish network that's 1-800-WATCH-TV for the hopper from dish Chris Stanley singing along with the dandies. Chris, we ever put metal back on the playlist? Nope, metal free. This thing go through a damn metal detector and it won't go off. That's good. That's let me ask you this: In a million years, would you put one up? A nope. million years. If I were to live for a million years, yeah. never. And there's a possibility I could if they put my brain in a computer, and I could just make playlists all day long. Connected to the internet. 
make a Soulfly playlist before that. Uh, there's a scholarship under fire right now, a whites-only scholarship. Right here in New York, at Columbia University. You have to um, be white, and you have to be from Iowa, and then after you graduate, you have to go back to Iowa for two years. Now, do you guys see this as racism or a problem? This woman gave the money, there were stipulations, and the school accepted it. And they knew that this was happening. But there are things that are just for minorities. Yeah, there's for, for everybody the scholarships. Yeah. So it's not a problem to me. It's a white kid saying, please come back to Iowa, keep uh, Iowa white. I had to say the same thing. If the kid can get money doing it, who gives a shit? Now, there's plenty of scholarships that, like, little places will say, okay, but you have to go, like, I'll give you a medical, I'll pay for your medical degree, but you got to do two years in Costa Rica or two years in some small town in Alaska. That seems weird, but that's what they're paying for. This lady wanted a white guy. She wanted part of the majority to get a break. Person of the Caucasian race was her exact word. And she's paying. It's fine. I just want to know this. Does she consider a Spaniard to be Caucasian? I don't believe so, no. If you're from Spain, it's... I think she's wrong, because technically they're Caucasians. What about an Italian? No. She wouldn't... That one I agree with. (laughs) That's a farm-raised Iowa white kid. Hmm. Then you get to go to Columbia. Full ride. What if he was mostly white? No. He just had one grandmother Mm-mm. that was black. You get drummed out of the program. He's got to be a pure black. <laughs> yeah. You got you got to have all white. All white all day. Okay. To hear you guys saying it, it's annoying me more. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm against it. No. No. <laughs> just hearing the way that you're saying that. Yeah. It sounds like KKK. <laughs> Nothing but pure white blood. Now, anyone who's against this, would you be against, you know, a black kid getting a scholarship? I think you would sound sick if you were like, I don't want to see scholarships for black people. But when you hear scholarship just for a white boy, (laughs) then it's a whole to-do about it. I mean, look, what, this poor white kid from Iowa doesn't get shy of a scholarship? Give me a break. I don't know what the nation's laws are, though. Because you can't have an all-white school. You know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, they don't <laughs> want you to be overly white. I don't know where it comes up. You know, remember, we had those all-white clubs. Yeah. One of them was called American Express. Oh, my God. I made that up. Oh, thank you. All right. I don't want for anyone from American Express <laughs> screaming out, that never happened. We want everybody. It's why kids that. go to Grambling, though, right? It's just a black majority school. Yeah, well, I know there's always a uh, a white football player on the team every once in a while, but... Florida lawmakers are worrying that Chuck E. Cheese kids games are in actuality illegal gambling. The fact that kids can win an eraser shaped like a race car should be the least of your worries. How about that germ fest that they call a ball pit? There's less drool on the balls at a West Village Health Club locker room. And pass a law against that stuff they call pizza. Is Chuck E. Cheese gambling? Yes, with children's cholesterol. Forget the arcade games. The only machines they'll be playing with are their future pacemakers. We 
chicken mm. pizza for lunch. Mm. We never do any more in us. Actually, Jerry, I, I'm supposed to um, have a phone call with Jerry Barca. He wanted to bring in lunch tomorrow. What do you want to bring? That's what the phone call's for. He wants to get read our temperature, what we would we like. Well, you know, we were talking about that new hoagie place downtown. Oh, yeah, the new, uh, it's supposed to be... Was Philly this style. supposed to be a surprise to me, though? No, he, he just he, no, he just wanted to be a, a nice, just a nice lunch for everyone. Sounds like someone's got a book coming out. <laughs> that could be part of it. I can't wait to read his books. Now, here's the thing. Should I wait to get some books for him, or do I want to read the sides? I'd read the sides. I'd, I'd jump the gun. That's me. This is about Notre Dame's last championship season. And I've asked him to put me in as one of the players <laughs> and just say that I made the catch that beat Miami. I don't know how his publisher would like that. What, are, what is this, 87? 88? Was that the last big thing? 88? Yeah, because it's 25 87 years. into 88. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. God, I hate football for... Having the fucking thing in the middle. Look, I had the same problem a couple days ago. People called me out for the Rangers winning in 93. It was a 93-94 season. Nitpickers are out there. Hey! Nitpickers. I ain't this... You're I ain't fucking racist. I ain't Columbia College. Uh, Walt, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, buddy. Well, you know, bringing back that whole thing with Columbia and the, and the white uh, scholarship, you know, I'm Puerto Rican... But I'm all the way down with giving it to whites only. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Are you down with us uh, having an all-white school? Fuck yeah, man. This is your fucking country. Thank you. you know? <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Please, yeah. <laughs> just don't break anything. That's all I ask. Stay a while. But thank you very much. Yeah, It is my country, the white man. I came here uh, enslaving blacks, slaughtering Indians, and having women at my beck and call. But I did something no one ever saw going. I went to the moon, for I am the white man. Sounds pretty impressive when Thank you say you. like that. I think it's the greatest thing white people ever did. Second greatest thing, marketing hip-hop back to the black community. That, that, that's meta. That's like, wait, what? A long time ago, we used to be friends. Dandies. Fucking around, you had Brian Jones Massacre. Whatever we did, let's keep between us. Um... Here is uh, Brandon. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I was, uh, I was just wondering about this. If, uh, if uh, they're going to complain about a uh, white-only scholarship, where's my piece of the United Negro College Fund? Yeah, you're the first person who ever said that. <laughs> There's a big difference between a minority who you're trying to move up and a majority that's always been the majority. That is the difference. We're forget all that. You could be like me, and I've always had it. 
We won't get paid. Perhaps if you were more of a pure blood. If you were a Rockefeller. Oh, that's nice. A DuPont. A Bennington. Wow. Melissa Joan Hart is so disappointed by the lack of support for her Kickstarter project. Clarissa, let me explain it all to you. You're no longer the cute, sassy, plucky star of Nickelodeon. If you had tried this shit 20 years ago, it might have been adorable, like a kid with a lemonade stand. Now, unfortunately, you're a middle-aged housewife. If guys want to donate money to someone like you, they'll hand it to their own wives. The star power is over. Just because you have Joey Lawrence on speed dial, it means nothing. Now when people ask, do you know who is the Earth to exact opposite of Zach Braff? We have the answer. Sabrina, the unsponsored witch, Melissa Joan Hart. Hey, Rich, you're on the Ron Fest show. Hey, Ron. Fest yeah. is back. Uh, anyway, uh, well, I'm getting worried about Pepper. He's, I've noticed over this past week or two, he's starting to get that kind of uh, David Tell kind of pre-laugh where he kind of where he coughing before he starts laughing. He goes. <laughs> Yeah, I smoke. And, What's your uh, problem? I'm, I'm worried about you, Pepper. It's not my problem. Nobody's got to worry about me, dude. Here's Dan in Texas. You're on the Ron Fez show. Ron, listen, um, I, I agree with what a lot of people are saying. You know, you're dealing with private monies. Uh, these people want to advocate, let's say, for a white college fund or a black college fund or Asians, whatever kind of group. Some, some scholarships, they even offer them. Okay, single women, you know, women advocates, they want single women. All of this is fine. That's what makes America, America. But you really got to draw the line if you're going to start giving out stuff to the homosexuals. That's where I, I disagree with a lot of that stuff. There for a second, it felt real. Pulled the wool over our eyes. It really did feel real. James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yo, so our caddy moments back. Is that what we got now? Fez only speaks for caddy moments? Mm, technically, they're not that different. There's something I learned the other day from the great John Oates when he said, the whole Oates' future is our past. Nothing new. A long time ago, we used to be friends. Wish Hall Notes would tour with Danny Warhols. CNN is asking a chef about Libya. Next to that, he was a chef a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, a guy who used to be a chef. <laughs> now, now who's a professional eater. Parties. Yeah. All over the world. I remember the first time he told us he was going to go live in, you know, as soon as this thing was over, I'm going to go live in Vietnam and write a novel. We're like, ah, that's fucking great. Okay, see ya. No. Nope, no reservations happen. No reservations. This is a layover. And now rocking uh, parts unknown. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Here's that. Eric in racist white supremacist Iowa. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hi, yeah. Eric. Hi, WP, right? WP. Quite true, you guys. 
We actually import blacks from Chicago and Kansas City and St. Louis now. Christ. You're we, uh, using we them as livestock? welfare system that they can just come and sign up and get their check each month. Why, why do you want more people coming in? Well, we need uh actually, we're now going to set up a reverse scholarship for anybody black that moves out. We'll give them $100 in a bus ticket. Much like they get when they leave prison. Hi all. How do you, li- how do you live you yourself, can... dude? Hi all. Where's the swastika tattoo on your body? What do we decide for uh, lunch tomorrow? We could try something new. Go old school, weird financial district hoagies. Wow, hold on. Old school, weird financial district hoagies. That's that's the way you're trying to sell this to me. <laughs> hey, it's something new. Let's, we can the just, way we can... you made it sounded like the worst idea ever. Here, what you. would be the other idea? Burgers. You know what I normally like for lunch? What's that? A box of cigars. All right. I'll let him know. You're not curious about these hoagies? Well, I know the bakery they use, and it's a damn good bakery. How many times are you going to tell me the bakery story? That's the last time. Or may, it might come up again. time. might come no. up again. Hey, uh, so I was watching the Powerball last night. Yeah. First two numbers, they're mine. That's... And here's the thing. I have to admit, even though I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I need four more numbers. <laughs> but it's such a long shot. I did get the feeling in my chest That's... of, oh, my God, I'm living a movie moment. I had that. I bought um, some sweet millions tickets. That's just you win a million. It's happens twice a week, and I got, I looked up online and I looked at the numbers and it was matching. And I started. It was coming up from inside of me. <laughs> from, where, where is that spot that could give us energy at any time? I would love to have that thing, that falseness, because I'm just like this is it. My whole life suddenly makes sense. That's it. And then it just comes crashing down as quickly as it builds. Oh God! I just, just want to win the power. It's a five hundred fifty million. We need anything to uh, plug before we skedaddle here today. I know there's an unmasked next week, and people like to go over to the iBang. Uh, there's a hockey video up there that you have to see. That's why Russian kids are going to eat our kids for lunch. Because these little fuckers start punching each other. And the bus video, it's the second bus lady uh, getting fucking harassed. Did that go up now or is it already been up? It's just going up right now? Bus lady rebooted. That's been up. Bus lady rebooted. It's fucking fantastic. It's so... Awful and funny at the same time. One of the kids is already a little gangster and talks like a little gangster. It's hysterical. Play it just a little bit the way they're talking to this old lady. He's just too busy to. No, there's some other something else playing. Sure. There we go. <laughs> By the way. None of these kids are eligible for the uh, 
scholarship to Columbia. These kids don't give a shit that they're being videoed. Eventually, the old bus lady has got to call the cops on them. I'm going to take a picture. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a Up on the ad bag, make sure you check it out. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>